gentlemen, welcome to the IBHM Podcast. I'm your host, Arizona Verse. With me, my dude, Dick Popo. What's happening? I'm black. He's Mexican. That's true. And now that we got that out of the way, welcome to our show. It is a podcast about nothing in particular. Uh, today, we're going to discuss some dealings and relationships. We're going to ask the question, has the market value on vagina gone down? Plummet. Uh, porn habits in America. Uh, we're going to talk I'm Kendrick. Versus Meek Mill, uh, Molly Cyrus gets naked, Ariel Castro, Russell Brand, Sirius Zimmerman, a whole bunch of shit. We got a whole bunch of shit to talk to. But before all of that, if you want to talk to us, our email is I'm Black, He's Mexican at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at the following sites Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, WordPress, MySpace, SoundCloud, Podomatic. Just add IBHM Podcast in an appropriate spot. You can find us on Stitcher and iTunes. Just search I'm Black, He's Mexican. And if you don't feel like doing any of that, just simply head to our website, IBHMPodcast.Weebly.com. That's W-E-E-B-L-Y. And uh, you can find all the links there. And if you don't like this podcast, you must be racist. Yeah, I'm just putting that out there. I'm just saying. But uh, if you want to hit me up, my main source of social media fuckery is indeed Tumblr. And you can find me at a different state of black.tumblr.com. If you want to holler at Dick Popo, his main source of social media fuckery is. I'm on that Instagram, yo. Instagram oh. at uh, Soul Popo, S O U L P A P O. Yes, and sir. I kind of wanted to drop out since since we all avid WordPress fans, um, I, I do a bit of poetry, you know. Uh, yes, sir. I'm real serious when it comes to that, real, real per se oh, when it comes to that. And you can reach me or you can go to uh, Popo Talk dot wordpress.com yes, and that's p-a-p-o-t-a-l-k papo talk yes sir dot wordpress.com oh uh, there we go so uh how are you doing what's good what's good with dick papo <laughs> 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 i'm not one to say same old shit because it's not but then again it's like yeah. what do we talk about we have this open forum to just say whatever the hell we want to yeah. Well, we got mixed audiences, and uh, I was kind of talking a little briefly off uh, offline, um, just out of nowhere. Just people would be like, yo, so uh, I heard the show. I uh, can't believe you said this. can't believe you said that. I'm like, I, I don't know if I should be offended or not. But then again, if you know me, you know me. You know how my tongue rolls. So. But things, things are good, man. I, I really up. can't that's complain, even when there's you know, shit in the teeth. I mean, that's why we had mouthwash. How the hell are you, brother? I am um same shit different toilet that's what it is you know when you are a um parent as I have a two and a half year old and a six month old uh don't get a lot of free time right. so my my um my past two weeks have been a lot of uh changing diapers and dealing with that and work I was gonna say I mean <laughs> the fact that you get a shit in different toilets has to be a little bit exciting <laughs> that is very exciting that is and I think that's really the only highlight of my day because I were we're both vampire shift people yeah uh so it really doesn't give you that much time to do anything um yeah. and I think like the the most the, the way I'll shake it up throughout the day is am I gonna shit in the third floor, shit in the second floor, <laughs> am I gonna you know, pull a whammy and go in the first one to fuck everyone's morning. Just up. fuck everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we got a couple new Facebook lights. I think we're up to like sixty one Facebook lights. I counted sixty three. Oh sixty three? Something like that. Oh shit, son. <laughs> 
But uh, we want to give a quick shout out to our new Facebook lights. Uh, one is Enrique Black from the Downtown Black and Brown podcast. They are another podcast mm. where the host is a black dude and a Mexican dude. No shit. So if you don't fuck with them, you're double racist. If you don't <laughs> yeah. fuck with both of us, I just that's just racism all around. I wonder. I wonder if they're just looking at people like, hmm. I wonder if there's a black Negro and a Spick that teamed up together. Oh shit, we need to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we'll our, take it though. Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. And um, our other new Facebook like is my uh, dude Kamani Kim, the last real art- artist alive. But we shouted him out on the last episode. Yeah. Um, his website is I am Kamani Kim. Which uh, is I A M K A M O N I K H E M dot com. Like I said, he's a producer, um, artist, graphic designer. The man does a gang of fucking shit. And another thing that he actually did was uh, where I was talking about how he worked on my last album with me, and he did the single "No Place for Minorities," oh, yeah. and he did the album cover to the no place to minorities and it's uh it shows like the game of uh hangman it shows someone being hanged and you know the pieces are coming together and has the little lines at the bottom and uh it spells out it's about to it has n-i-g and it has the spaces for g-e-r and so it was the whole playoff of no place for minorities playing hangman with the word nigger and um it was dope yeah Yeah. hard r so uh it was it was a very political strong statement and he does uh he has an art gallery or he does um art galleries he used to do first friday all the time i ain't been out there in a while so i don't know if he's been out there lately but uh that was one of his uh his political pieces that kind of you know either you're gonna really like it or really be uncomfortable with it and i did the no place for minorities and he was like dude this needs to be the cover for that and i was like that's real and I'm I'm about that art life, man. And which kind of once we go into dedications, I, I kind of get into that too because that's, that's kind of my little tidbit of uh, of influence on this. And I mean, people, they, no one should ever sleep on Arizona. Yes, we we grown big, and <sighs> if people don't know, and I'm pretty sure they're still working on it. Don't we have some train that doesn't go from Disneyland to Vegas some to Phoenix? Shit like that. Yeah. Listen, if you're if you're connecting a city to Sin City and the and yeah. Disneyland, which is I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a whole lot of dark shit going on there too. But if you're going to connect a train that goes from those three places, that that, that got to let you know that we're coming up. Yeah, Phoenix is considered one of the fastest growing cities uh, in America. And um, yeah, a lot of people, it's funny because a lot of people who uh, are not from Arizona, they always think that like we're still living, like we live in the desert, but I mean, there's cities and towns out here. It's not fucking wild wild west and cowboys and we're not coming out of tps and shit out here <laughs> i mean please believe there's a whole lot of indians and there's I mean, a lot of tps if you live if you're in tent city shots out to sheriff jar yeah pink uh, underwear and draws that's my dude <laughs> we friends on facebook fuck him <laughs> <laughs> so uh it is that time dedications dedication and uh <laughs> I, I try to go high pitch a little it too high yeah. Yeah. i, I don't fall set told you that. gotta do that bear white you gotta so, throw that on hey ladies hey ladies <laughs> when i used to work at uh frederick's i used to be like hello uh, you have dick in oh. your hair <laughs> excuse me and what did you say my name is in fact richard and, <laughs> and richard is long for dick for dick and so you have some dick in your ear right Te- now technically technically all you <laughs> ladies fellas trannies he she's <laughs> Whatever you are, y'all got to taste the dick right now. <laughs> so, uh, Dick Popo, you have a dedication this week. 
I do, and uh, oh, and uh, I'm not even too sure how to introduce her, um, but she definitely is. Um, I want to say beyond a triple threat. I don't know how you could throw a quadruple or however it goes into fifths after that. Um, but in, in me being Hispanic, I hope I don't butcher her last name. Her name is Cha Gitilleres. Uh, she is a Phoenix-based artist oh. with like oversaturated eye for color and attraction for subjects. I mean, dealing from like human interactions and emotions. I mean, she dabbles with like surreal pop art. I mean, vintage. I mean, nature cinematic. I mean, she's street inspired. This woman, she's ill. Um, and her mission is to prove that great art and culture isn't always imported to Phoenix, but it's oh. homegrown. Oh. And me, who is a lover of my city and my state, I had to shout her out. I had the pleasure of meeting her, oh. uh, getting to know her a little bit. She definitely shot me down real quick, but you know what, goddamn, that <laughs> makes her strong. Because dick is strong. And if you can deny the dick, well, then goddamn, you a strong person. Strong. And uh, she, I mean, she's beautiful. She, uh, like I said, she paints. She's in the yeah. scene. Yeah. Uh, and we'll go we'll go more into the into little itty bitty details on that um, yeah. into later segments, um, but she holds her shit down and she doesn't um, not to say sell your soul she doesn't sacrifice her integrity yes to put shit down um, and that is the definition of a true artist when it's like fuck what the mainstream is doing fuck what is popular right now this is me enjoy it embrace it take it in and yeah that's dope yeah. And I was going to say another thing too, kind of to go off a little bit off subject. Um, when it comes to true art, I'm a big fan of uh, of, of Queen, uh, more specifically Freddie Mercury. And there is a part when they had released the song uh, for Bohemian Rhapsody. The song's like fucking seven minutes long, and they try to tell him, uh, "You got to cut it down." You know, when you're dealing with a radio single, I yeah. mean, it has to be short. It has to get to the point. This motherfucker's like, "No, this is my music. This exactly. is my art." You're going to take it for what the fuck it is. That is one of their biggest fucking songs ever. Yes. So you don't sacrifice integrity if you yeah. are truly an artist. Um, but Oh, no, I was just going to say, and that is also what makes a artist um, around for the long haul. You get that longevity because anybody could do what is popular right now. And as soon as that fad is done, you're done as an artist. Right. But it's those artists that stay true to themselves and they have that original idea and they just stay to that original idea for as long as they can. Those are the ones that stay around forever and ever. So right. fuck that 15 minutes of fame shit, do you? Right. And and then kind of to go back to it, just so you guys can reach out to her, check out her, her website. Yes, sir. Um, it is www. And I'm going to spell it because I could be butchering the last name. <laughs> Cha, C-H-A, Gutierrez, G-U-T as in Tom, I E. R R E Z is in Zulu dot net. Um, I think right now the mobile thing's a little bit down, but if you go to the computer, you can check her out, seeing yeah. her artwork, seeing yes. just how gorgeous she, she is. She is gorgeous. I saw the picture. She is uh, gorgeous. Y'all, y'all stay posted onto my Instagram because I am yeah. definitely gonna blow her up a lot. And today. she made a painting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 She. She. Uh, now she says it was inspired by somebody, but when y'all see the picture, y'all gonna see who who that somebody looks like. She's <laughs> awesome. And um, like I said, her Instagram is. I mean, she's like she, she almost seems like she's one of a kind because she 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 uses her own name yeah. at C H A G U T I E R R E Z. So check her out yeah. on Instagram. 
Um, she, yeah. she, she just did great work. Yeah, go show her some love and uh, make sure that you let her know you heard about her on the IBHM podcast. And make sure that you look for the picture that resembles a little somebody that you're listening to right now and like that because they don't have enough likes and they yeah. need to have more likes because they got to be in it. Give them some likes. You know Please. what I'm saying. You know I'm thirsty. <laughs> real thirsty. The thirst is real. <laughs> Shouts out to Trav Lord. I see uh, you. you and so uh, I got a dedication myself, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, and uh, I know I'm going to butcher this name, but it is what it is. My dedication this week is to Kyla Corella, and you can find her on Tumblr at K H A L I C A R E L A dot Tumblr dot com, and um, she is a model and a artist and um songwriter and everything uh she is who i am currently stalking on tumblr (laughs) she is gorgeous and once again going back to a previous dedication kaya victoria who's still doing her thing she hit us back up on uh tumblr or on twitter and gave us a thank you for dedicating the show to her which is awesome and uh but it's that natural curly hair fucking love it and this is another uh gorgeous i believe she's full black she might be mitts but uh she has that natural curly locks i fucking love it i'm i'm losing my train of thought because i'm <laughs> i'm browsing i'm i'm perusing her uh tumblr page and uh she's gorgeous and um yeah she does music too you could check her out at um soundcloud.com Kyla Corella, and once again, I apologize if I'm butchering your name, uh, K-H-A-L-I-C-A-R-E-L-A, and um, she does music, um, instrumentals, she does some covers, um, she's a talented artist, and uh, once again, this is the Working Man's Podcast, yeah. and so, you know, show her some love, check out her SoundCloud, and uh, yeah, let her know that she's doing a damn thing, so... One thing, and then I will say because I definitely want to segue back into Cha a little bit, just because I, 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 I feel like I feel like I didn't show enough love. Uh, but with with Kyla, yo, she keeps her natural beauty. Yes. There's other pictures too where you can see that she's fixed herself up more. But I love when a girl can just show her all, be yeah. real natural. Because mm. I mean, there's, you can tell when she's wearing makeup, when she's not, but still be beautiful. Like there's, I forgot who who said the line like, "Yo, black is beautiful." Yeah, you know, something like. Truly shut. Yeah. As you're saying, like, you know. And I'm going to go on a mini rant real a quick. I have a, uh, I have an issue with, um, I can't stand weaves. I can't stand. I can't stand this when I see girls do this. Yeah. A little tap on the head yeah, and get the itch out. I just, it, there's this thing um, in America, unfortunately, where you have a lot of African-American women who feel that they need to, um, fit in with a European style of look to be beautiful and unfortunately like you turn on the TV I bet your average person your average non-African American person doesn't even realize what real African American hair looks like because unfortunately you have a lot of women who uh, have to wear these wigs and these weaves and all that to make the long straight hair and I just it drives me nuts so it just it's it's always so fucking gorgeous when I see a black woman be black, be proud of your afro, your your dreads, your curly, whatever you do, do you black is beautiful. Right. So I gotta show her some love for that. Oh. She has a little bit of Badu in her, I wanna say. <laughs> <laughs> um and, and to Charlie, and I was mentioning yeah. this a bit earlier, yo, 
what, another thing too that gets me, that geeks me out, some diversity. Mm. This woman can go from like 19, late 1920s socialite yeah. to like to showing her true Puerto Rican roots, mm. to being real sassy, real elegant, to just straight up, fuck you, I'm scrungy right now, but goddamn yeah. it, I'm cute. So, hey, multi surfaced, I like yes, it. Sir. So. Yes, sir. So, uh, let's get into some uh, randomness. I know you had a random thought uh, in the notes. You want to go ahead and take that uh, one? I think, was it? Is it about the, the fuck your phone? Yes. Okay. And I guess the, the title, if you want to, so we're hoping you get another shout out from, uh, what was it? What was your name? Snow the Product. Snow the Product. How can I forget your name, baby? Mexicana. Holla. Um, <laughs> she has, this, uh, the, the track kind of made me want to talk about it more because she went so much into detail, but it's so true. Um, I mean, just as whether, I don't want to say it's just Americans because I can't really speak for too many other places out there, but definitely I think it here. might be worldwide nowadays. I mean, I think more than so. likely. I mean, because if you see freaking Muslims chilling with, you know, their, their thing on and uh, yeah. yet they're still stuck. To, we're just, we're, as a nation, we're stuck on our phone. Yes. I got to admit, I kind of have that bug yeah. to where I can't help but fuck with my phone. Mm-hmm. I really can't, and it, and I feel so bad when I'm with close people, you know, like, yeah. let's say us, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't want to be disrespectful, and like, oh, I got a like here, or oh, I got a message, I got oh, to check, check this Instagram. out, yeah. because um, it just pops up, and truly, yeah. and we kind of do this to ourselves, because we want shit to be so fucking easy, just bam, just right in front yeah. of us, so instant, so, you know, like, I mean, you can't even say, it, just so instantaneous, what news, we get lost in this world, forgetting yeah. that we're interacting with people right yes. now, and for us to get so lost into it, it's like, we lose intimacy really yeah and like i've seen i remember seeing a, a funny meme where it goes oh i'm inviting all my friends over so we can all stare at our phones <laughs> and that's a true thing because i remember yeah. one of the one of the times i almost literally shit myself it, it was not only because i was trying to haul ass to the bathroom but i was it was i was at a restaurant and every, mom dad brother sister son i think i don't want to say nana it must have been the nanny because some random bitch was yeah. also staying with them and they're all looking at their phone i kid you not yeah everyone had a you know everybody was eating but they all had their phone in their hands and none of them were interacting with one another yeah. there was no honey past this no yeah just on their phones getting lost and i was like and it's just it it, it just it's, it's daunting man yeah. and it kind of chits me out we are at a weird place in society today because we we as a culture we are on our phones too much we are distracted i know driving down the freeway it kills me as i'm driving i'm very big on the not having my phone out while i'm driving i i'm very big on that i keep it in the passenger seat (laughs) and i know how many times i'm driving down the freeway and i've made this like a little game now where anytime someone is next to me i look over and the majority of people (laughs) are playing with their phones as they're driving down the street and it is it's it's kind of crazy that we have gotten to a point where we don't care about the world around us we only care about the world wide web which is on our smartphones and there was a study that came out in i believe it's china it's somewhere in asia there's uh there was a study where a lot of the teenagers um are growing up and they're so much with being hunched over messing with their phone as they're walking they're starting to get a whole bunch of back problems out there in china because people are crouched over looking at their phone so much so it's starting to affect people's health (laughs) and it's as silly as it fucking sounds because we're just talking about looking at a phone it is it is insane it is crazy and the weird part about the world nowadays is that 
you know, we can say that we don't communicate back and forth with one another too much anymore because we're too busy being on our phone. I know I'm I'm I suffer from that because I'm not a big talk on the telephone person like if you text me i'll text right back i'm very bad about a lot of times too on the weekend i keep my ringer off it's just a bad habit of that i don't know what it is but uh it's just interesting to think that we live in a world nowadays where we can't communicate face to face back and forth too much nowadays but with social media we know more about one another wow. than ever before and no words to go ever be exchanged not at all yeah and it is just it's so fucking weird that you could be side to side with someone and we not communicate but all you got to do is hop on that person's facebook and you know everything about them and it's just <laughs> it's just this weird i don't know it's just it's fucking insane right now I want to jump in into about the not knowing stuff, but really fast to go into you being on the freeway. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm one of those motherfuckers because I have a weird OCD <laughs> thing when I go on Instagram or someone follows me and I follow back. I had to look at all their shit. Yeah. Right then yeah. and there. I get it out the too. way. Knock yeah. it out. Get this nut off real fast. <laughs> Ooh, real quick. And that's why I've been focusing I'm thirsty. Oh, they're leggings. How many shit I want? No, I'm just getting this out the way because I need it's in my I, system. And I, gotta, I do that with Tumblr. All right. You yeah. know, and so we understand that. But anyways, but I'm, I could be on the fucking freeway. I'm editing a picture. I'm making a collage. I'm fucking writing a poem. I'm doing all this shit because I know where I got to be. And I pray to God that he gives me grace and kind of allows me to zigzag through traffic. But I'm totally one of those motherfuckers. And it does scare me because I hate it when I see someone else do it. I feel like looking at him like, you're not Popple. Don't do this. (laughs) But stop it. But yeah, it's it's, it's dangerous. And um, and now to go back to what we were just talking about, being so stuck into, into the social media thing, which... By the way, on Facebook, I went on a tiny little rant because I was yeah. t- I'm talking to this girl. Well, I shouldn't say I'm talking to this girl, but I have a friend. I have a lady friend who we will text. We will uh, Snapchat each other. We will comment on each other's Instagrams. We will, you know, at on Facebook. We will uh, occasionally retweet on Twitter. But never do we fucking talk on the phone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And maybe yeah. because she has a boyfriend. But still, we're fucking... We're <laughs> that all, might have something to do with it, but Yeah, but we're, but we're all on... You know, we communicate. We go in circles and yeah. every goddamn thing that there is out there, yeah. yet we don't talk. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, it's kind of... I mean, it's a norm, though. Yeah. People it, get afraid when you talk. I know, and it's just... It's crazy how, you know, we could be on social media and we could have so much to say, but if you put a bunch of people in a room together and make them all turn their phones off nobody has anything to say it's crazy and i think and um that was part of the reason why i wanted to start the podcast and get into podcasting because like i said i'm a big podcast person now i i even with being the hip-hop head that i am i find myself listening to more podcasts than music nowadays and i think it is that need for a community human interaction human (laughs) interaction and it's as silly as it is because it's coming from your phone or your ipod but it's just this sense of community between people that we seem to lack in our real lives but we're the cause of it because we're not interacting with people in real life and it's just it's crazy we live in a crazy world today (laughs) that's why i think it's so funny that uh, just what we're doing right now and yeah. like you get to know us and this is the most intimate way like yes, we're talking exactly and I, I think it was funny too I don't know who I was talking to where I'm like I'm gonna call you uh, um, talk? for what yeah for what to talk but we're texting no I wanna talk to you yeah. hablar hablar speak yeah and 
I think people forget that their phones were originally meant for talking. Yo, that reminds me. Um, that reminds me when I was going to the conservatory, I had a teacher who was an asshole, but uh, he had a real good point. He was in a he got into an elevator with a teenager and the teenager was messing with his phone and he was texting. And so uh, he had told the and this was back in 07 when I was going okay. to the conservatory and uh, he had told the kid he was like, yeah, he was like, you know, they're coming up with this new instant message thing where uh, you could uh, use your voice. And so you, you know, use your voice and say, hey, what's up? And then it instantly sends it to the you know person and then you could text them back by saying something and then they could hear your voice and it comes back instantaneously. And the guy was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, so you can have this conversation back and forth through text by talking. And the guy was like, oh, man. That's crazy. Who's doing it? He was like, "Yeah, it's called talking to somebody on the fucking phone." <laughs> like that's out. <laughs> oh, no, no, we you could do that. You didn't catch what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that is the reality of the world that we live in today. Mm. Fucking crazy. That's that's my random fucking thought. Like, go fuck your phone. Yeah. Like, cause this, cause you truly just you not you not in the world right now. And like I said, yeah. I'm I'm victim and I'm also a culprit. But I'm trying to shake the system up a little bit. But yes. I'm trying to do something about it. So people get out and talk to somebody. Yeah. Say hi to a stranger. Go go meet a friend. I mean, if, if they're giving candy outside of a fucking van, be leery be about that. Be leery, but still be friendly. Yeah, but at least say hello. <laughs> oh, and this is going to go into other randomness, but people yeah. truly get freaked out into talking. Like, we've been, we've been, I've been working in a call center environment for a good little while. That's why mm. I like talking. Mm. I kind of like hearing my fucking voice. I think yeah. I sound glorious. Oh. Real godlike. Oh. Um, but... <laughs> I say hello to somebody and they get freaked out. Like, yes. like, what are you doing? I mean, if yeah. I even get a reaction, it's yeah. usually a scared reaction. Like, yeah. who are you? What do you want? Like, it might have to do with you being Mexican, though. I mean, that in my fucking <laughs> my terroristy beard, but still, like, is he Mexican? Is he a Muslim? I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, people get off your phone. Let's uh, interact as humans. And I know I'm the same way. I'm Mr. Tets, Mr. Email, Mr. Social Media. That's kind of how we communicate. But still, but but we at least make the time like 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 a good church thing. We at least meet up. You know, we we get together to congregate, (laughs) y'all. Just a little bit, a little. little Mm Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I had a uh, random thought, and um, this is something. This isn't a new thought in the least bit but it's something i wanted to bring up on the show and um i would like to have some people chime in on it um it is the age-old question of why are women attracted to douchebags and why are men attracted to sluts do we prefer drama in our lives as opposed to a more practical relationship are you asking me? I'm asking you. I mean, I could go into the thought of that's exactly why we have reality TV. And that's kind of exactly why we're so glued to Facebook. Yeah. And because, you know, Facebook's a dead one. There's, <laughs> there's, 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 there's a whole lot to that, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't want you to put it on my shoulders. Go into it. That's, I that's don't, I'll jump into it. But. I don't know. It just, it, it is crazy. And I do see that on, um, just in the world, I see certain people, I mean, everybody has seen it where you uh, meet a uh, chick or you're friends with a chick and she's dating a dude that is just a douche and you're just like, the dude is so rude and disrespectful to her. And then you get that vibe where you're like, I know this dude is fucking around on her when she's not looking. Yes. 
but then she just stays on his heels. And I know yeah. I could say, you know, through my years of dating, that the women who were so into me and just on my jock were the women that I was so rude to. The chicks that I was fucking around on, it was just like they would just put up with every fucking thing, just stay with me. But then anytime you're in a situation, you're nice to a chick, don't get that that back from them. I don't know. And I don't know the exact cause of it, but one thing I've noticed, especially when you give when you give too much love, yeah. People will either become very cocky, yeah, or they become so used to it that yeah. they kind of need a slap in the face. Yeah. And I think that's just where this douchebag, which your douche yeah. being the, the the cleaner of of of, of gunk in a in a, in a twat, <laughs> it needs that nasty fucking. Slap. I like your use of the word twat. That's one of my favorite words. I, I, per, I prefer cunt, but I mean, mm. I, I wanted to kind of keep it clean, even it's though music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I noticed that, like they need that slap in the face, to, whether it's to bring them down to reality or because they they need to be taken off the pedestal, mm. to where it gives them that balance. Yeah, I guess. But the fucked up thing about that though, when you see that and, and and someone can do it properly because i believe in a 50 50 sort of balance yeah or i would hope in a 50 50 balance but usually when you see that one douche and that one bitch who just loves it mm. how you're saying you can tell that he's yeah. doing something you can tell that motherfucker's up to something yeah and, and then you'll have the chick and she'll meet the nicest guy on earth and he is immediately friend zoned oh, and it's I know, and I can say that too, and that goes back to the times I've been assholes to chicks. It's been so easy to get them fucking panties, and then when you meet a chick and you're like, yo, I'm really digging this chick, like she's intelligent, she has this class to her, and it's like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, a nice guy, or I'm going to be polite to her, and it's like, oh, friend zone. And it's like, I don't know, it's fucking crazy. It's that whole nice guys finish last, but then the question is, why do women allow that to happen because you put yourself in a situation where you know this guy's a jerk you know especially if it's a situation where it's a guy who's fucking around on his girl and you're the side chick and then all of a sudden now you're in a relationship with him it's like if that's how you got that dude through being a side chick he has another side chick and so I don't understand why women put up with that but then on the other side of it just so people don't think that we're women bashing Let's get on us dudes. Why are dudes so into sluts? Why are we so big on the chick that gives it up so easy or has the ass hanging out or the tits popping out? Why are we attracted to that? Uh, do I jump in? Do I do this? <laughs> um, and I kind of wanted to say into kind of going back into when you give a girl too much praise yeah. or too much love, which sucks that you can't be real. You, you, mm. got, you have to fucking play a game. I've been under, and mind you, I'm very much wanting, I'm a dedicated mm. person. I love, yeah. if you look at my Instagram, I totally obsess over a bitch and I make poems and, you know, do yeah. all that stuff. But I noticed that if I truly like somebody, yeah. and me, I don't know if y'all know this, I'm part Jew, I'm very cheap, <laughs> and I don't like to, you know what I'm saying, I'm cost conservative, but when I really like somebody, I let that part go, and I yeah. don't think about it because I truly want to give and I want to share and sacrifice. You know, relationship and love, you sacrifice and you give as much as you can regardless of the repercussions of it. And let's say I take someone out, and mind you, it's not a big deal, but to me it is because I hardly do it. And let's say we go out to a show. I love stand-up. We mm. go out to dinner. You know, we have some drinks. You know, that's just expensive. Yeah. Now, you do all this. I do all this. Papa don't get no ass at all, <laughs> not even a spit on the dick and a hand gesture, not nothing. 
But you know what though? Yeah. When I fucking yap at a bitch, yeah. and I and I hardly I don't even give the bitch something from the value menu until yeah. afterwards, and that's only because she's totally dehydrated and fucking in need of protein because I don't knock shit up. <laughs> that's, I mean, I don't know if I made my point, but no, you, I can't. Yeah. I can give a bitch nothing but dick. Yeah, and she's the, oh, on it. Yeah, and she's on it. I, I, I hinted her that she'd be lucky to get a McDonald's menu item, and she laughs, thinking, "Oh, you're silly." No, bitch, I'm being serious. I ain't gonna yeah. give you shit. Yeah. And yet she gives it up. But when I spend money and truly want to take someone out yeah. and treat them, they, mm, I don't know, it's fucking crazy. So to answer your thing, so when you go to it being the, the thing about sluts is you figure, well, this obviously is a better investment, not in the long run, not in the long run, but short term, that's the better investment. Yeah. As far as getting what you want right now, and unfortunately, yeah. us being humans, and I don't want to get into spiritual rant, but we yeah. think very much in the flesh yes. right now, and instantaneous, yeah. give me, yes. you know. That instant gratification. Exactly. Yeah. And it goes to, to um, I don't know, it's crazy, because it is that um, whole sense of you could, um, it's just easy, it's instant gratification, but you know in the long run that it's not going to work out, and one of the the greatest lessons you could teach any young man as he's coming up is to only fuck with a broad that you're willing to spend the rest of your life with because you never know when that condom's gonna break and you never know when you might be stuck with that chick and i know how many times myself in the past have been you know dealing with certain chicks and may not have been that careful and now looking back i'm like i'm so <laughs> glad i did knock that broad up because you would be stuck with that heifer for the rest of your life and so it is that whole thing and you know in the long run that's not the chick you want to be mixed in with but you know i'm just looking to get my rocks off real quick so i'm gonna holler at shorty real quick see what's good with it you know see what it do what it do man what it do and um Don't it's fucking crazy and that kind of segues into the next question which is kind of still all in there i i, I want to know has the market value on vagina gone down my brother it has plummeted and it has <laughs> fallen and <laughs> now before anybody out all there right, get offended I'm, I'm gonna explain it real quick mm. so um the question is are ratchet hood rat ass broads out there bringing down the market value on vagina because you can have a chick that's nice, she's classy, she's intelligent, but she has a hard time attracting men because these ratchet-ass broads are whoring themselves out and being easy. And so then the classy woman then has to be less picky in her choice of mate, and she has to be more sexually open to compete for the same attention. And then in the end, that makes the value of her vagina plummet. And it's because of all these other broads. And it goes back to like, you could be on Instagram. You could be on Instagram and it's like, you'll see a chick and like, oh, she's, you know, cute and classy and so on and so forth. And she has like 20 some likes on her picture. But then you have that ratchet ass hair hatted hooligan who has her ass cheeks hanging out and she got 450 fucking likes. Uh and it's like for that classy chick to get that same attention, she needs to whore herself out a little bit and bring down the value of her as a person. And um, it's just kind of sad. It's like, it's crazy. Like, and you'll see it too, especially, I blame reality TV. It's getting even worse with the Bad Girls Club and with uh. different things like this. And you have a chick like Amber Rose who has to twerk and show her vagina to get attention. She's Amber Rose doing that? I I mean I kind of to be honest with you because you know how I love my yeah. pale bitches yeah I was like uh, ooh ball hair sister no thank you but <laughs> I, 
I didn't. I didn't. I mean, Wiz Khalifa wife did. But then again, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, then again, then again, Yeez is a knocked up yeah. pen, so we can't. And she's the example of the whole. I, I I remember seeing. I forgot who where I saw that. It might have been a detailed meme, but it was talking about Kanye West with Kim Kardashian and then um, Wiz Khalifa with Amber Rose, and it was saying how Kanye was on the come up because now both of them have um, kids with these broads who are known to be loose, if you will, or sexually independent, however you want to put it. I don't never really use the word poor for women in the sense of fucking a lot because men we get to fuck a lot yeah. and not be chastised yeah so i don't use that double standard with women so when i'm saying whoring i mean in the sense of always you know parading yourself out there for attention that's what i mean by whore but um it had a meme where it showed how uh you know kanye has a child with uh kim kardashian and he's in the better place because kim kardashian is a brand she has money like she is established so if their relationship doesn't work she still has money she's still out there doing her damn thing as opposed to amber rose who i do i she can get it i'm saying she's uh more of a video hoe yeah and so when her looks go away there's nothing else and so she's going to be living off of wiz khalifa's money and so it's like, who came up? I think Kanye came up in that situation. That's definitely more of a merger. Cause she's, yeah. she... That's a merger of brands. Same yeah. thing with Jay-Z and Beyonce. That was a merger of brands. They're both successful independently, and now they're together, and they're even more, as opposed to what is Amber Rose? Yeah. She's a video ho. Yeah. And looks only go so far. Right. So, and it lasts for so long. Yeah. So it's just fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I do think that the market value on vagina has unfortunately gone down. And um, I don't know. I, I'd say to you beautiful women out there, uh, you don't have to whore yourself out. And it goes to, to uh, the whole guys being jerks and this and this and that. Dudes are only going to do what they can get away with. Yeah. If I guarantee if all the women of America were to come together and say that we're not fucking any dudes without college degrees. I guarantee every fucking dude in America will find a way to get back in college <laughs> and get a degree. It, can I say something? You, yeah. You're totally right. And actually, it reminds me of this line that Wale said on his last record, The, um, the Gifted. He goes, um, he's like, you don't pay for pussy, but you pay for what they see. Mm -hmm. And which goes into, oh, a girl wants a motherfucker with a nice car? I'm, I'm going to get me a nice car. Yes. She wants to do that looks real fresh. Well, I'm going to get me these Jordans with that thing and this yes. thing. And theoretically... Women, y'all own the world, yes. but, but y'all just roll dumb sometimes, <laughs> and y'all don't own it the way you should, or you try to over-sexualize it, which yeah. is just giving us power back again, yeah. because then we get to pick and choose, yeah. but theoretically, what you want can stand the test of time, yeah. and and then, because men, as men, us being hunters, yeah. we're going to figure out how the fuck to get that. Uh, and I said, we're going to chase it. So if you, whatever you want, we're going to show you yeah. what you want. So if yeah. you want someone that's going to be strong and educated, we're going to become strong and educated. Exactly. But if you want all these flashy things, well, then we're going to do whatever the hell we need to do to get these flashy things so we can distract you, get you, club you over the head, get you pregnant, oh. and, and, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and have our way. And that is real talk. Yeah, because that is true that women uh, make the world go around. You know, y'all queens of the world. Y'all make, y'all yeah. give life. Yeah, and so just at the end of the day, you need to recognize the value of your vagina, and you as a woman 
and we can make some things change like all this shit like with the sagging pants and with the skinny jeans and anything that we complain about those guys are doing that because the chicks that are giving up the vagina are the ones who are detailing that and that goes back to yes the market value has dropped because it's these dusty ass bitches out there who are letting these dudes do that and therefore the chicks who are more beautiful and classy and all that they have to dumb themselves down to keep up and in the end the guys are winning because we don't have to do shit we could be a fucking jerk mm. we could be a dusty ass motherfucker we could be a gangster we could be a, a ignorant ass motherfucker but we're still getting pussy so who cares uh, yeah where's the loss where, yeah and, so. and m- once again all the more praise and glory to to those who actually stand their grounds who really uh. do show proof and stand firm in their beliefs and that's where beliefs actually do come into play because morals and beliefs it's kind of a dying uh yeah. I don't want to say dying breed, but that's a, yeah. it's it's something that's no longer really seen anymore. Yeah. Uh, and to kind of to give shouts out to a, to this to the local artist here, um, oh. she is stuck in this weird place to where she's not hoochie, so she can't get motherfuckers to look at this. And then again, she's not fucking you know dirt ratty and you know looking like a bum to try to attract certain. Yeah. That- mm-hmm deep hipster look or whatever yeah make your own fucking lane and eventually as slow as it may be you're gonna get what you need it's just a matter of being determined and and really going for it and that's that statement that chivalry is dead Mm. it's only dead because women allow it and this isn't to make this segment uh oh you women this but no it's just the reality of the matter you know the every everything a man does in his life is to impress a woman why am I going to the gym and working out? It's to impress a woman. Why do I have this new car with this fucking car note I could barely fucking afford? It's to impress that woman. Why am I doing any... Why do I dress like this? It's to impress a woman. And so women make the world go around and just realize that and fuck these ratchet-ass bitches. Hold yourselves up to a higher value and niggas will eventually have to step their fucking game up. Right. Oh, uh. man. Full of Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? Make work for it. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So uh, let's get into a couple of uh, topics. Uh, uh, we yeah, came yeah. across an article on Crack.com, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> talking porn, about the porn habits. The porn habits in America. Now, I will say I am... Um, I'm a, I'm a porn uh, connoisseur, if you will. I, I gets down with the pornography. The jobs must get done, and sometimes... Must get done. And especially, once again, going back to being in a situation where I work graveyard, and I have two kids, and me and my girl are on completely different work schedules, um, I partake in a lot of pornography and the <laughs> masturbation we're real talking with we're, this we're, oh, we're keeping it 100 and that's just the reality of being a quote-unquote married man uh you gotta love yourself sometimes because there's no time for <laughs> you gotta love someone before you can love anyone else exactly and there's no time for you and the missus to it's just it's too much going on during the week and um so crack.com put together a uh list of the top seven porn habits in america i guess pornhub.com which i frequent here and there shouts mm-hmm. out to y'all uh they uh, put together a study of uh doing the uh geo targeting data or wherever the fuck that is where uh they were tracking the search engine results 
from different people in different states and they put together a list of the top seven porn habits in america and uh so we want to bring that to you guys and uh talk a little pornography real quick little psa for those that just don't know whether it's on your phone whether it's on your tablet it's on your laptop the fucking man knows exactly what you're looking at nsa they watching us y'all they watching us (laughs) they see me being off right now my webcam son and i swear to god if you have a webcam on your fucking laptop and if you beat off in front of that webcam, I do it directly. I'm pointing at the motherfucker. Yeah. Somebody Ugh. out there in the world has a video of you jerking off. Just just think about that. I think I'm a good angle. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you get my good side. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm still kind of cracking up about just because how real you just you just mentioned it. I gotta keep it 100. Because you know what? And I kind of and I'm making my little confession. Yeah. You know, working this night shift, working this vampire shift. I mean, I try to get to know people. I try to, you know, yeah. really kind of know people so I can build a whole relationship sort of thing. But there ain't really too much time for that because I'd be no sleeping time. when, it, you know, it's, it's it's opposite worlds anyway. <laughs> you know, and you can only go so far yeah. into your spank bank of the memory. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're going to need some fresh material. Well, I've jerked off to that memory too many times. Let me, you know, the hard drives. Bring up UJiz.com. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I guess I'll give a shout out to to you porn. I don't know what's oh. some of the, the amateur stuff. I, I like seeing like the, the the fake agents and the fake taxi rides. But Man. but my whole thing is too because because I'd rather not because anyone you can just I can not to say that I have a holodex mm. and I can just go into any old little thing and, and grab a bitch. Yeah. But because I truly want to love and not be a hoe, yeah, I'll take care of myself and not involve anyone else because I'm like yeah. you ain't necessary. Yeah, I can do this. I can do this myself. <laughs> Until I find the right one, then I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna handle me. But yeah, man, go. go. And shouts out to uh, my uh, porn uh, love, uh, Gianna Michaels. I got a thing for Gianna Michaels. I know she's uh, gained some weight over the years. Mm-hmm. I still don't care. She can get it. Did, hey, do you know Gianna? No, I don't. I just, I just beat to it. I don't. I don't get that deal with the. Bo- I mean, as much as I love, as much as I love backstory and yeah. shit. Like I know she is a, a snow goddess from uh, <gasps> Seattle. Uh, Washington. Is she, is she pale? She's pale enough. She's pale enough. She got some some big hooters. She does a lot of interracial porn. Oh, no she, wonder. She's you, with no the brothers. You, you, yeah, no one yeah. you see yourself in there. She's with the brothers. And I love her because there's so many videos of her, like, she is feisty. And I know part of it, and to make a confession, she reminds, she reminds me of one of my exes that took me forever to get over. Oh. I just came to that realization oh. not too long ago. I was like, that's who she looks like. Oh, that's why I like her. That's why I like mm. that close. Um, but uh, she like she's a feisty ass chick because uh, I've seen videos like there was one video of uh, her and this dude and they were like fucking and then the dude was like uh, like slap me or something like that the and dude? he was yeah the dude told her as he was on top you know giving her the beat down he had told her to smack him and he was assuming her being a chick she was going to do like a quick little slap she slapped the living shit out of this man <laughs> and then he slapped her back and they started like fighting as they were fucking and then they like kind of calmed down and got back to the moment of fucking and like she's just so fucking wild like she'll clown on a motherfucker if he got a small dick and she yeah she 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 don't play but so you yeah. know what though that's just enticing my last little uh roundabout yeah this, I, I was telling you the little oh. gory details um, I was just I was getting ready to go I mean you know shit was going for hours I'm like you know tired gotta get the fuck out of here she was like she gave me a little yeah. like I bet you won't don't mm. ever 
Don't ever, ladies, don't mm. ever bet I won't do something. Mm. I mean, and that's that's how they do it. But you know what? It was enough yeah. to push me over the edge and kind of choke the bitch and hold bitch. her down and take this dick. Trigger. All right, all right. <laughs> Let's go into the list. So uh, to go into the list of porn habits in America, I'm not going to read all the they got like paragraphs of shit in between the numbers. And whoever wrote this isn't that funny. So I'm not going to repeat verbatim, but we'll just touch on the um excuse me overall taglines uh number seven montana and oklahoma are the only states that love the butt so apparently in oklahoma the number three search engine uh search for porn is anal and in montana it came in at number two so montana and oklahoma are down with the 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 anal the fudge packing uh, and i'm wondering I don't know how big gay a state they are <laughs> because it says something about male something, but it's like, all right, one of my things, and you know what I'm saying? I'm just one of those brothers that just a little, it's too big to fit in here, <laughs> but I feel like that's a soulless place. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to put it in there just for the sake of saying, okay, I, I did I that, did it. Yeah. but I always get pushed away, but I've been told it's a soulless place, man. Nothing's as warm I, as the, you know? I've never been like, into the anal thing. I've never been like like i need to stick it in that chick's butt i've never it and it is one of those those things where it maybe if it's a chick that i don't respect and it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like i just want to like fuck her and like jizz in her hair just to be fucking rude maybe yeah. i'm like i'm a fucker in her ass just to, just to be that asshole yeah. like you see her walking with her dude and like yeah, i fucked her in the butt yeah yeah I did, just I did, to I be did, an I asshole i i hate rape the shit out of an old supervisor of mine because <laughs> i was like you gonna be a cunt you gonna write me up Ooh, i'm gonna sh- i'm gonna all over your fucking head. but if you love that chick don't stick your yeah. thing in her no, butt if you that's, love her don't that's don't do weird it. Um. <laughs> well I was, I was gonna say too and i'm not i'm you know fuck it i'm gonna be a little bit racial because i remember i was really upset i was seeing this this one puerto rican chick who's feisty in the sack she wouldn't let me put it in there in the back thing and the only reason I wanted to is because she mentioned that her ex would do it all the time her ex yeah. who happened to be an older white male yeah. who was significantly smaller than your old boy Dick Pop <laughs> over here supposedly that was the only reason but apparently that's all he wanted and I'm like really? and that's always been weird to me when I see it's pretty gay when I see a guy that is all into just fucking chicks in the butt that's kind of weird I don't know but teach his own. I won't yeah, judge yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah. What can we do? Uh, number six on the list. Oh. Uh, Kentucky and Virginia are all about... What the fuck did I say? Hen- I think it's pronounced hentai. Hentai? While West Virginia loves large ladies. Now, do you know what hentai porn is? No. That is that... Um, Indians? Cartoon. I'm loving you with You know what I'm saying? That I, I'm thinking it's the bitch, the big old red dot on her, and then she just happens to be like as big as Buddha. No, that's not it. That's not what hentai is. No, hentai porn is like that cartoon porn, and it came from like Japan. Anime? That okay. and yeah, the anime porn. Okay. That's what hentai porn is. And I've tried to watch and get into the hentai porn. I can't do it because unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of it comes off kind of rapey. Yeah, it comes off like the chick. Oh, I don't really want this. Oh, you're gonna take this. It's just it's real rapey. I like my chicks to want the dick. 
I mean, if they doesn't do the raping, it better be me. But no, <laughs> well, that just sounds real bad. Uh, FBI, Quit don't bang. take this as confessions. But <laughs> no, but I noticed, like, remember, remember Dragon Ball Z? Yes. How there'd be those real, like, um, over exaggerated pause frames, and you fucking yeah. hear a Hadouken or, Hadouken. Some, kind of, or some kind of like, and yeah. just, so much buildup. It's like, oh god, just just get to the fucking like, there's all yeah. this suspense. I don't like it, <laughs> but. I, all right, so that's what hentai. I mean, and, weird. and uh, I mean, you know, shouts out, I guess, to to larger ladies. You know, was yeah. it the BBWs, the big, yeah. big, was it big beautiful women? Yeah, mind you, and I, I know. I mean, I think every race has that thing that, about that. Yeah, I prefer mine kind of cracked out, skinny. But I mean, and me being a brother, uh, <laughs> I, I I've had a thing for the larger ladies in my day. Not super old beat like. There's in America. There's a fine line between <laughs> chubby. Like I like me. I I could get down with a chubby chick. I like something to grab onto. I'm like, I like. I will say they this. go deeper. I yes. will say that. I will say that. And uh, yeah, big girls are uh, they freaks in bed. They they make up for. Um, she's a giver. Oh, she's oh she's so given, just so given. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, number five is Nevada loves a certain porn star. Their m- number one search was Anita Queen. Now I have never heard of Anita Queen. This yeah, she's a p- apparently a porn star from Czechs. What is it? C's? Czechoslovakia? Yeah, Czechoslovakia. My speech impediment won't let me say that word. But uh, she was the number one most searched for keyword in that state and only that state. And you're making faces. Let me see. She's she's just a bro, peek over and see I, what she looks like. I don't get it. Um, I mean, then again, maybe should I type in the word porn to make it go better? Because it just From sucks. what I'm seeing in Google, she's not that impressive. She must write it as good as uh, fucking uh, Sarah Gray. That's the only poor name I know. Sarah Gray? Sasha Gray. Sasha Gray. Sasha Gray. Oh, God. Can she get it? <laughs> oh, man. She's... No. I mean, I, I like that she's Verita. I'm... But... Oh, why? Sorry, Nevada. I do not get that. You know what? I think Nevada just has too much drugs going on. <laughs> and you think with all the prostitution, like, they just don't know where to go. Yeah. That no, is... Uh, that's fucking retarded. I'm going I'm to just say, no, Nevada, not. you gay as hell. That's just stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. So, uh, number four is oh. the... Oh, you want to take that uh, one? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. West Coast is really into Asians. Now, uh, I know this is a... Cal- I know California for yes. sure. I... And even uh, the homie Murs, he has a thing for for Asian chicks, whether it be yeah. Filipino or Japanese. And I mean, the the connoisseur in me who wants to have a bit of every flavor, because I want to have a rainbow colony of kids. Yeah. Uh, so I, of course, I would want me a Japanese one, but they're really into Asians. Yeah, and that I, was their. Let me see. Number two, number one or number two in California, yeah. Hawaii. I mean, Nevada just got it all fucked up. And that goes back to shots out to Childish Gambino. Uh, I forgot the name <laughs> of that record, but uh, the hook, uh, you, or, um, you see lots of Asians or whatnot, UCLA. I guess that's what UCLA stands for. You see lots of Asians. Asians. So, oh, I think I've ever seen another joke somewhere else. Like, uh, have you, oh, I think it was Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Uh, and they asked this guy, they're like, have you seen an, uh, an, Asian, uh, an Asian person? He's like, only when I open my eyes. <laughs> So yeah, they're serious about their Asians. And uh, number three is apparently Hawaii is really into Hawaii. 
um, when you check out theirs, the number two spot for like Hawaii. Pineapple pussy? Pineapple. I have no idea. I didn't know that there was Hawaii porn. And so apparently in Hawaii, they like to search their own name. I don't know if it's to hope that they find some amateur chick and then see her on the islands and yeah. hey what's that shawty well the amateur thing gets me that's why i don't know any porn star names because i like seeing I, because i like to fuck i yeah. like to see people fucking oh but uh i mean it's kind of funny too because like you know like when you go to hawaii i never yeah. been but they put that little shit on you they, they the lay lane. you yeah they lay you. so you get laid right off the bat oh. thank you Hawaii and uh, what is it? Number two? Are we switching already? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you can't really go to where with yeah, fuck is Hawaii. I don't know like really, like Hawaii, that. you whack as hell. I Y'all like are your, a little too into yourselves. Yeah, I mean, I love your coffee. I think I have <laughs> gets their, their coffee from out there. But I mean, besides all that, I mean, I don't know how Hawaii can get besides putting a pineapple up your snatch. But <laughs> number two, Wyoming and Idaho have have really odd fetishes, and we'll go through some of them. Um, what? Looks like uh, smoking and smoking a cigarette pops up a whole lot. And also BRCC, which is the backroom casting couch. <laughs> They're big on that out there. One of the things that, that, that I kind of find hilarious in a, in a quick little nine degrees of seven. Oh, was it seven degrees of Kevin Bacon uh, or nine degrees? Uh, of seven Kevin degrees of separation seven. with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I started laughing because I got really into when I saw so, oh, a friend of mine on Facebook. I used to work with her. Like at Frederick, she was she called out this bitch, and that's something that's so funny about Facebook. You can at a bitch, talk <laughs> shit about them, have your whole friends see it, so everyone could yeah. jump in and talk shit. Well, apparently, because uh, we have the casting couch X, whatever that happens down here, in, in, uh, I think it's in Scottsdale, and this dude gets a cavalcade of bitches. Yeah, and um, he fucks them raw, dude. So if this nigga got something, <laughs> every bitch. He fucks is gonna have something. That's but, crazy. But everyone that he that he gets to audition, he gets to fuck him, fuck some raw. And apparently, this this is chick who I guess went to high school with with all yeah. with all the little crew. He gets some cute little ones. But I think it's so that, that little type of thing gets me because yeah. these are your average old, just yeah. stupid old hoes trying to make a dollar. And I've always been so disappointed that I have yet to find a porn with someone that I know. I know there was a, I won't put them out there, but there was a chick I went to grade school with who was featured in some magazine out here, and she she wasn't naked, but she it was very um, sexual in nature, and I was like, oh, that's what she looks like, but uh, I'm surprised. So you got to see it? Yeah, I got to see it. Okay. I'm, hey, I'm just saying. And she actually, she had a crush on me back in like the third grade, so. Could have been me, but uh, she's a hood rat, so fuck her. Yeah. But uh, anyway, she, uh, yeah. So I'm just surprised I've never got to. I, I've run into some slutty people in my lifetime, and I'm surprised I've never seen a chick in a porn, not even on an amateur site. I'm laughing because of the backroom casting couch thing. It goes that um, basically it's a fake casting session where people do it on the couch. And then it's written on there, otherwise known as a damn good reason never to pick up a pleather love seat off the side of a road in Wyoming. <laughs> Seriously, though, yeah, like, because might catch some. Because even you figure, like, in hotel rooms, like, they hardly mm. clean the shits, man. Like, if you were to put a black light to that. And one of the porn uh, searches, since we're being completely 100% honest nowadays, one of the porn searches I've gotten into recently is... Uh, I got you into hashtags. Tell me I got into hashtags. <laughs> no, because I, I'm noticing a sort of thing like last time, too. Mix. Mix. Uh, 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 mix. 
girls what, Mixed, biracial. biracial. That was it. it was, that was the hashtag. You're, you're so hooked on that. <laughs> but tell me, though, where you spoke um, Have you ever seen, I'm probably going to butcher how you pronounce it, cuckold porn? C-U-C-K-O-L-D. Cuckold? It is the oddest fucking porn. And <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you white people out there. Apparently, there's this whole thing where... Um, white men who are married to white women enjoy watching black men fuck their wives and so it's a whole genre of porn and like you can find it on a bunch of amateur sites and they're always in hotel rooms and it'll be the husband with the camcorder and it'll be one to eight black dudes oh, just giving no. her the dick just stretching her all out nutting busting all over pussy. yeah and the guys are into it and i'm like i don't know that's weird if you love somebody i don't see how that can be possible but i will say like for instance i'm uh i'm not the best i suck at dancing yeah. You know, unless, unless I, I don't dance neither, unless and I'm black. <laughs> that's a big tr- that, holy yeah. fuck. You just you, I lost a black point. You just you did lose a black point. <laughs> and, and even with me, I mean, my fucking beaners be fucking doing zapateadas and don't get don't get don't. I don't do any of that, like, you know. But anyways, because I don't do that, if some girl wants to go out and she wants to do this, all this shit, like I don't mind her yeah. dancing with someone else. I'll yeah. be like, baby, no, no, go because I'm not gonna I'm give not that dancing. to you. I'll yeah. fuck you and I'll do that to to yeah. to, to, to its maximum, but. Dancing, it's not my forte. Unless the bitch is going to want to actually teach me. Who the hell wants to teach anybody nowadays? People yeah. want people who, who know shit. Anyways, yeah. um, seeing that, as much as it pisses me off, yeah. it kind of amps me up, though. Yeah. So if I can see any bit of light in this fucked up thing, because <laughs> me being a little bit racist, even though I yeah. love you to death and you a brother, <laughs> like, I kind of get like, I'm like, this nigga trying to holler at my girl. Like, oh! Yeah. But I can see how maybe that might get them excited to where now they yeah. want to hate fuck the shit out of this bitch because she's really he's they're really upset with what she just did. But then it's like her breath smells like a dozen black cocks. Like why are you gonna kiss that hoe now? It smells like, like NBA locker room. In this <laughs> so I don't get it. But that actually segues perfectly into the number one uh, thing on crack TV is overall we are disgusting. No shit. And yes, we are in it. Um, if you go to crack.com and check out the uh, Porn Habits in America blog, it has a picture of America and it shows <laughs> all the different areas. I put it in the notes and um, it shows what each different state pops up with. Arizona looks like we're big on comp- compilation porn. <laughs> and um, it's kind of creepy in Texas. They get down with teen porn. They're all about mm. the teens out there. <laughs> then it's hilarious because once you get about down south in the Georgia ebony, area, ebony, ebony, ebony. ebony. <laughs> Some cream pie. What the fuck? You don't know what cream pie is? That's when the dude nuts in the chick and the sperm is coming out of the, that's the cream. And when you oh. don't pull out, that's the cream pie. Porn. Okay. So oh, who doesn't like doing the cream pie every now and then? So, uh, <laughs> it sounds like a Ken Dracula coming, but I'm, wait, I'm kind of laughing. Cause mind you, I love my state. Yeah. Um, compilation porn. You know what's kind of, it kind of reminds me, do you remember 40 year Virgin? Yes. Um, when Paul Red's character was giving, uh, Steve Carell's character this big old box of porn. Yeah. And there was one that was called, um, fuck, was it 2003? It just called, it was called 03. Yeah. Uh, it was called, um, fuck, Dave's, 
it's like, it, was, it was like a mixtape of porn and he, and he pretty much just started saying he's like yeah it's pretty much all the fuck scenes I was into in the 2003 and as a run on joke in the movie he kept on wearing a shirt that said 03 and if you I remember I don't think I caught that and, and if you remember he was really obsessed with that ugly chick that's uh, that Indian girl um, Amy yeah. something um, it was really weird I, know I changed about. my number changed my email yeah. and it's funny because like as as I'm, maybe, oh, maybe I was looking a little bit too deep into the story but it made sense because the movie was in 2004 he had broke up with the girl about two years ago so 2005 2004 the movie came out uh so if you think about when they broke up two years ago 2003 so yeah. that he's so stuck in 2003 <laughs> but i laugh because me and i'm dude i'm so corny because when i when yeah. i like a girl i'll make her a mixtape or a yeah. playlist as you will so i'm a compilation cat so i kind of <laughs> laugh like dude am i part of that demographic like goddamn apparently we are in arizona we're disgusting so uh we're going to uh do something new we got a new format to the show we're going to take a quick music break. Uh, we had some unsigned artists hit us, hit us up since the last show, and uh, they submitted some music. So we're going to go ahead and show them some love. We're going to play Because uh, I'm a Star featuring Nephew the Boss, uh, Va Gutta, and Lady J. So go ahead and check this out, and then we'll be back in a minute. I'm going to have me a faggot, yeah. I mean, a cigarette. I mean, uh, um, they just play the music. Oh. Divorce type, never ever get married like your life. I'm sleeping with your wife. While you working, I'm working on your wife. Your life, the bore type. I'm a star like a ninja. Four strikes, TVs in a headrest. Picture sharper than four nights. You're the poor type. I'm the Forbes type. I think a vacation for four months. You stay for four nights. You got guns, then I'm the lower the war type. Nicholas Cage with the gauge. Face off, blow chest plates off. Kill you in Detroit, fly to Florida to play golf. I got gas to get weight off, so call Neff for work if you're laid off. Cops the raid cause they paid off. Locks on spray off. Niggas that wanna debate at all get K'd off. Leg in the grave, dog. So I suggest you niggas lay off. I made off with a hundred G's. I hate to say all, but I'm the reason it was 20 G's in the deal that y'all paid off. Hit the interstate, no tags, you with a bogus plate Baby on the way, got a cake chase ASAP Burn it to your crown, make you lay down face flat I'm out to make stacks, thousands, maybe a couple more Till I get the crib, electric fist, and the double doors I spit deep, so my mind is filled I'm a star, pants sag with Orion's belt My diamonds melt Cause I'm hotter than a some bitch Getting money out this world, bringing back sun chips I'm in a dumb whip, same color sun kiss I'm here as the 
you can tell I'm a star Cause when I pull up and step outside my car They all wanna know who I are Cause the diamonds on the nose of my Cartier Trigger their minds to lose their breath And stop and stare And the ice glare You can tell I'm famous If you don't like it, dear You can kiss my anus It's Lady J, I'm the cream of the crop My peers can see that I'm a star uh, featuring Nephew the Boss, Vi Gutta, and Lady J. Um, Nephew the Boss is the one that actually hit us up at I'm Black, He's Mexican at gmail.com. He uh, sent us that record and uh, we played him. Uh, give him some shine. So, yeah, if y'all want to get at him, hit him up on Twitter at Nephew, um, Nephew the Boss. That's N E F U D A B O S S. He's up unsigned artists out of Detroit and to all my music heads out there if you don't like the music that's on the radio support unsigned artists yeah, <clears throat> that's yeah. all you got to do yes sir so uh, we're gonna go into the next segment of the show we're gonna talk some music y'all that's how we get down and uh this first little news bit um I couldn't couldn't could not bring it up on the show and that news topic is that Mr. C is still chasing them trannies. <laughs> now, my man, Dick Popple over here isn't aware of the story. So I'm enlightening him in this whole situation as we're doing this show. I'm, I'm, I'm learning this together with y'all, folks. <laughs> this, this is in the making. So uh, for the people who don't know who Mr. C is, he is a DJ and radio personality for uh, New York's Hot 9-7 radio station. And he is actually the dude that found Biggie. Back in the day, he's the one who heard Biggie. He got Biggie's demo tape to Puffy, and that's how Big got signed. So uh, he's been in the game for a minute, and now he's been arrested multiple times over the past like 18 months i want to say for uh soliciting transgender prostitutes so um this is the new news out of the last week um he resigned from new york's radio station hot 97 and um he returned on september 12th to discuss his resignation with uh the big homie ebro and um it was the aftermath of his may arrest for allegedly soliciting sets from an undercover male police officer wow. posing as a prostitute then um, a man claiming to have engaged in homosexual acts posted a clip September 11th claiming that Mr. C was the man with whom he was engaged in sex acts with. Now, Mr. C has a very um, unique, distinct voice and listening to the clip, um, that sounds like him. There's kind of like no denying it. So, uh apparently so mr c who started crying multiple times during the interview apologized to people who felt betrayed by his lies 
Um, he uh, he um, said, have I lied about getting sexual fellatio in a car with a transsexual? Yes, I have lied about that. I feel bad for the listeners that it did take a video for me to say this because I've been in denial with this for a very, very long time. Now, going back to the first time this happened, which was about 18 months ago, he uh, got arrested for uh, picking up a prostitute. And then uh, it came out that the prostitute was a guy with a wig on. And then he came out saying that he didn't know that it was a guy with a wig on. And then the pictures of the prostitute came out and it was only obvious that it was a guy with a wig on. And then so he's been kind of going back and forth and like saying that these are lies and all that but um he uh kind of got outed so uh even though mr c admitted to participating in homosexual activity multiple times he said during the interview that he is not gay Mm. um do i consider myself gay he said no i don't consider myself gay i do i have gotten fellatio from transvestites and that's as far as it went I've never had actual sexual intercourse with another man and vice versa. That has never been done to me, but I have had fellatio. That's the best way I could put it with a transsexual person. Now, I would have Mm. to say, um, with all the lying he did with the other things, I'm pretty sure that he's just saying this in Tula video of him having sexual penetrating intercourse with a man comes out. And then I'm pretty sure the story is going to change again. I'm just saying. So, uh, Mr. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, because yeah. I want to call bullshit because, uh, all right, Clinton, which is our dude, you know, honorary racial drafted to the black community, oh. you know, but uh, when he tries to say, you know, I did not have sexual relations with, with that, that woman, woman, yet he got some head from her, oh. like, is that, I mean, we damn weird and all that's sexual activity. Yeah. And I mean, mind you, everyone's black in the dark, <laughs> but come on now. You yeah. knowingly know. Yeah. And mind you, we keep, we gave a dedication to a Chinese, but she real pretty and she yeah. tricked us. We got tricked. <laughs> we got bamboozled and swindled. I got hoodwink and bamboozled. You Plymouth know? Rock. I didn't land on Plymouth <laughs> Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on me. It happened to have a, uh, give a quarter chub at the time, but like, he, <laughs> he goes after these, right? Yeah, that has been his thing. And, um, I think he goes into that. He says, um, even with, uh, even with his admissions, he realizes he is not being honest with himself. Um, he says, even with me saying that, I know I'm still in denial. I know that I'm still in denial because I know that I love women. Any woman that's been with me knows I love women. But occasionally, I get the urge to have fellatio with a transsexual, a man that looks like a woman. Excuse me. Then I'm sitting here saying, but I'm not gay because I've never penetrated another man. Now, that is the question. Um that I guess the thing that he's wrestling in his conscience is that he's not gay because he's not sticking his penis into another guy and they're not sticking their penis into him. And so he feels that fellatio doesn't matter. That's his take on it. He's wrestling with his conscience. So, and, uh, Mr. C said that he did not admit, um, that he did not admit to engaging in transsexual acts once he was arrested for doing so because he thought he could get away with it. He said he was also concerned about how he would be perceived in the music industry 
in the streets and by people who book him for DJ gigs um, if he were to admit to participating in transsexual acts. I have tried to protect myself for the wrong reasons, meaning I've been wondering what the streets is going to say. We'll see what happens after this. My whole dilemma at this time, my whole dilemma has always been, am I still going to be looked at the same way? Am I still am I still going to be? That seems like an incomplete sentence, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mr. C, uh, can't stay away from them trannies and he didn't got caught again. And, um, I feel sorry for the brother. Like I listened to the interview. I follow hot nine seven on YouTube and, uh, it was a 30 minute interview and yeah, he's crying all throughout it. And you could tell, or my personal perspective of it is that he does have some type of homosexual feelings or urges in him. And he's wrestling with that, and maybe that's what the issue is. But I think the the main thing, which was dope, is Ebro, uh, Folkmaster Flets, and all them. They were uh, showing him love, and um, they were just saying how, like they they're not concerned necessarily about him, whatever his sexual preference is. Their concern, which is honest, is that he's picking up prostitutes. You don't know what you might catch from that fucking prostitute. And it's also illegal. You can go to jail for it. So at the end of the day, regardless of whatever your sexual preference is, just be safe, homie. Yeah. So I mean, in the words of uh, Huey on uh, Boondocks, "You gay." And <laughs> not that that's a problem, because we're not here to judge. Just talk shit. That is totally unsafe, and yeah. you don't know what the hell you're gonna get. Yeah, this like Forrest Gump's box of chocolates reference is like totally <laughs> making sense right now fucking crazy so uh shouts out to mr c uh he resigned they kept trying to convince him to stay on with the show and um he just needs to take some time off and figure out whatever the fuck is going on in his life so uh more power to the brother i hope you figure out what's going on within you and um just whatever because hip-hop i don't think is as homophobic as it used to be Especially with the Malcolm Moore, same love, you know, and all that. I think that I think the main reason why people are pissed off at Mr. C is because he just keeps lying about yeah, it. Yeah, don't don't front. Man. Don't front, just whatever. And shots out to Lil Wayne. I wish you would just stop fronting right. and be honest about your sexuality. And do hey, you, bro? Do China. you, bro? What? What? Really quick, just talk some little bit of shit because you know <laughs> I, I hate commercial motherfuckers. I laugh um, that he snaked, and I'm a big fan of Dream, the Dream, um, because I respect anyone who can write, produce, perform. Yeah. And he used to be married to Nivea, and yeah. Wayne knocked her up. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, because I'm pretty damn sure he's a closet fag. <laughs> why you? Why you gotta steal him from a good brother? Just to prove a point. Like, yeah. But then again, who knows? That's hearsay, and I'm just talking shit. Still. So, uh, fuck Weezy. Yeah. That's, that's the point. So, that's uh, how he likes it. <laughs> so, uh, did you want to take the next topic? Uh, yeah. Fucking um, ASAP Rocky, yo. And he, and he gave... Uh, ASAP Rocky apologizes, and and it, it's one of the things that got my attention right off the bat when when uh, the VMAs were happening, because yeah. he... He gave like the most craziest fucking face because <laughs> he, he was he was so uncomfortable out there. <laughs> and mind you, and this this goes into the how hip hop is you know is kind of is, um, messing with this no, mic, man. I got the shit's falling down. Yeah. Um, it is so homophobic, and um, and I laugh because, like I said, when they try to introduce, uh, when they try to introduce and give a little segment, he's just there to shout out ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Uh, pick up, you know, uh, Trap Lord. Uh, he was trying to give a quick little shout to ASAP. And it's just going down. 
That's good. That's good. I'm gonna just stay hunchback. You know, I, I got that anyway from being on text so damn much. <laughs> um, but uh, what it says, it goes. Uh, in, uh, this his quote is saying, "I'm mad. My facial expression was like that because I'm not homophobic at all, uh, and the whole thing just came off real homophobic. No shit. Yeah. Um, he goes, I didn't really notice um, it until I got home and I saw it. I apologize to Jason for that because people were laughing and shit. And, you know, dot, dot, dot. I really don't, I really don't think that's funny. I saw that we we're, you know, making all the memes and all the pictures, making fun of them. Uh, people are out there thinking that I'm, I'm doing that shit to be funny. And truthfully, I got gay people in my family. I love how people always yeah. go to that. I don't hate gay people. I got gay people in my family. I got gay cousins. I'm not racist. <laughs> I got black friends. Right? <laughs> I mean, point blank, that was your natural reaction. That was yeah. real. And, I mean, he even, the way he pointed him, he's like, mm, yeah. a little, you know, like, you know damn well. And, and I hate that. I mean, whether this is a PR thing to where, you know, because you honestly, and that's kind of, and I don't know if I ever told you my ideas of, because I, I want to, you know, create music and I want to have an artist. And I feel like lesbians are going to go in a far away uh, into, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, um, it's a big demographic. So you don't want to fuck up the gay vote. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I understand why he's doing this, but I'm kind of thinking, like, really, you, I mean, unless he's being honest, I just feel like this is so PR. And one thing I will say, because uh, he continued, and I I, I guess I, I think I kind of get where, why he might have been acting the way he was acting up there, because he says, um, I don't give a fuck if you're gay or not. I just found it odd that MTV wanted to stand me next to this nigga when they were talking about gay people. That's all. You know what I'm saying? And I guess I kind of get, like, maybe he was thinking out loud with his facial expressions and it's this whole thing at your backstage you don't know what segment they're gonna have you do and then last second they come up to you and like oh we're gonna have you and jason collins this homosexual introduce this homosexual song and then maybe he was thinking like wait do y'all niggas think i'm gay like maybe that's what he was wrestling with while he was on stage like wait why am i up here like what the fuck so I feel sorry for the brother. Like he, yeah. And you know, another thing too that that was funny is that how he was dressed. Remember what we talked about last time? <laughs> With without trying to say yeah. he was being, you know, uh, you know, house yeah. style, but yeah. he was really like it was weird. He looked like yeah. he had a who was the, the little black kid and and, Ru and uh, little rascals out oh, now. Um, buckwheat. Buckwheat. Yes. No, no, no. Was it buckwheat? Yeah, but yeah, buckwheat. Yeah. Just the hair, man. It yeah. was just weird and. Mind you, they don't control what they're doing because no. they're ultimately puppeted into yeah. doing stuff. But it it fit perfectly, so he looked like the like the little gimp. And that's that whole thing that I guess he's trying to do. And I've seen it with some basketball players too, because like Dwayne Wade did this. But there's this whole um, blending the gender fashion quotas or whatever because like Dwayne Wade would uh show up to the arena he has the capris on with the shoes with or the dress shoes with no socks it's a lot of stuff that forever that has been how like women dress and now these guys are doing it and you could say that they're trying to be trailblazers in fashion or you could go back to the conspiracy theory of them the 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 puppet masters behind the scene trying to uh feminize black men you can take it either way you want to yeah. take it but there is something odd about it and it's just funny that uh maybe maybe he uh felt a little self-conscious about dressing kind of feminine and you got him with these gay people and, and i laugh a lot because we won't go into the gay fashion thing because kanye said enough about that and yeah. what he was inspired by but it's funny because on, on that trap lord record um, ASAP said, we one of the first to claim we faggots. 
He said mm-hmm. a line in there that was a direct quote. Yeah. We the first to say we faggots. I don't know if he meant that as a we gonna talk shit about ourselves, but he used that specific term of uh, terminology. Yeah. We the first to say we faggots. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in hip hop. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's not to come off homophobic. It's just I don't know what's going on in hip hop. I don't know if it's these artists doing that or if it's the people okay. behind the scenes that are doing it. I don't know. It's what's that trick like at the dinner table where you try to pull the not not the, the term kind of yeah. goes the rug from under me, but when you try yeah. to, it's I don't know. You try, that's that's what's happening though. We yeah. the veils right over our eyes and we ain't even noticing shit. This shit is wild. So uh, in other hip hop news, uh, look like we might get that Kendrick Lamar versus Meek Mill beef. Really, before we jump into that, oh yeah, yeah I yeah. saw an interview with yeah. Meek Mill's. And he was all like just leaning back, like not. I'm so shit. cool. Yeah, I'm so cool. I don't even need to speak directly into the mic, but I will yeah. when you ask me a question that I need to, you know, yeah. really think about. But he was kind of giving props yeah. to Kendrick in an yeah. interview. In an interview. Yeah, that was that power whatever well, interview in yeah. Philly, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I was like, okay. I was thinking, all right, because everyone has a comment to say about this thing, and yeah. shit, we're about a month over it, and yeah. we're still talking about it, but. He had bowed out of it gracefully. So yeah. what, what the fuck touched his asshole that he's going to jump on this shit? What? And have you heard the record that he put out? I have it loaded up, but I haven't put okay. it. Okay. He did um, his response because he's also in the beef with Cassidy because both of them are some Philly, mm-hmm. excuse me, some Philly boys. So they kind of been going back and forth. But um, he came back and the name of the song was Ooh, Kill Him. Shouts out to Terrio. Terrio. And um, he rapped over the forgot about Dre beat, and the it just goes to show. I think Meek Mill is so whack. I'm sorry, I do not like that dude shit at all. That's why going back to when we were talking about the Gifted album, that's why I was so impressed by his verse on that Heaven's Afternoon because mm-hmm. I think Meek Mill is whack, and that this response to Kendrick was just proof. And what I think, <laughs> what I think happened, I think the reason why he kind of brushed it off in that interview because it took what two to four weeks for him to come back with a response i think it took him that long to write something right and what he wrote was fucking whack so that was that and then so kendrick play. did you get the lyrics for that or no no it no, it's, fuck it's no, no. honestly that whack that there's no need to play it there's no need to even there was no lines <laughs> like he's whack it was garbage surely the only thing that there's two things that get my attention one the fact that it says kendrick lamar dissing it yeah and second the ooh kill him yeah that's simply the only reason why i'd want to hear it and if he he should have used that ooh kill him beat which is my new ringtone he <laughs> should have used that beat if you're gonna call it ooh kill him use that beat yeah, that's going kill, around kill him, on kill him on that don't yeah whatever so uh Kendrick uh apparently kind of I guess you could say responded in NYC um he uh did a performance and uh, I'm trying to find the line do, 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 do. oh it looks like uh allhiphop.com were at the show and uh they were tweeting and it said uh Kendrick Lamar just called Meek Mill out at his NYC show it's going down and then um, it says, I've been doing this shit for years. I mastered this shit. That's what Kendrick said to Meek Mill. And then he said, um, I have no time for irrelevant niggas or new niggas. 
And then, uh, oh shit, what just happened? My shit's flipping off. That was on all hip hop. Then there's another one that goes, uh, oh shit, was that, is this Kendrick saying that? Yeah, this like, is all Kendrick. It's like, like, it was one nigga in particular that needs to realize there's levels to this shit. Levels. I'm motherfucking King Kendrick. Uh. So then, uh, Meek responded immediately to that on Twitter. And, uh, let me. I know that fucking tweet begging like whatever nigga but uh Meek Mill responded and said king of what and then um he said somebody please tell me and then he retweeted it again and said um let me so uh it was actually funny cause uh recently I think a couple days ago Kendrick Lamar was coming out of uh he had just touched down in some city and TMZ ran into him and Kendrick kind of didn't have too much to say it looks like he was in a rush but the guy was like uh Kendrick you know what do you think about all these control remixes and Kendrick was like uh niggas need to do better that's what hip-hop is about and i love that kendrick's verse even though once again i don't think it was meant to be a diss Mm -hmm. but i love how it's gotten these hip-hop people so energized and like niggas is beefing but not on no street shit like oh i'm gonna see you in the streets and beat you up but just in lyrical competition that's what hip-hop is based on like a nigga come and dunk on you i'm gonna see you next week and i'm gonna hit a little spin move and then tomahawk dunk on you like that's what hip-hop is about that reminds me of Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. shit, yo. <laughs> so I just love it. I think it's good for hip hop. The competition is good because um, at the end of the day, it's to tell niggas to step your fucking bars up. And we said it last episode, but yeah. this was by no means anywhere near one of Kendrick's good verses. Yet it was enough to start a fucking rocket. Yeah. Uncle Rockets, no relations. Uncle Rockets. That's my nigga. <laughs> so uh also in uh music news uh miley cyrus got naked in the wrecking ball video did you see it of course i saw it yeah i saw it too the first day miley was my girl and and, and they, they hyped it up and you know what yeah. especially after the fucked up painkill ass performance that she gave at the vmas she really had a proof she 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 jumped on instagram real quick to show yeah. off her ass yeah i mean why the fuck she was molded like that we i i want to drop and i even have to try to relive anymore um should we go into talking about oh the yeah dude, yeah that. i mean and it's funny because i guess it's a deep song girls yeah. left and right are talking about how deep it is and how much it's touched them and mind you every song is meant to you know inspire, inspire and, and yeah. to you know what i'm saying to give true hardcore feelings but this video was straight up just to show yeah. her ass off yeah and to show her naked because honestly that's all i want to see i'm I, there's there's i mean the the pedal in me lost interest in her when she turned eighteen, but the, but there's but you, but you want to look at her now and you want to see you know you want to see this you know this ratchet bitch yeah um but she was just her swinging on a wrecking ball metaphorically yeah and physically uh, performing wrecking. oral sets on a hammer that was, was weird so retarded like yeah. really that, I, I mean it wasn't that. even sexy to me like, yeah I don't know and you know how much I love white dyke bitches but just <laughs> no, man. What was your yeah. take on it? I um I actually I did like the song. I uh yeah. I don't mind uh pop music and that's actually throw out the fucking video for this and the symbolic video with the we can't stop. I actually like the music. Like I I can't say that the day it drops I'm gonna actually go and buy it. But I might down- download it and check it out, you know, because it's not bad. It's pop music, and everybody has their own opinion on pop music. But it's actually it's decent sounding, you know. I've heard a lot worse, but her actions—people are more focused on her actions and 
it's funny because a study just came out um i think like sometime last week and it showed that uh the american public was 12 times as more interested in miley cyrus than this whole syria conflict that we got going on right now and it has nothing to do with the music it's with her hank hill ass and the fucking vmas and getting naked and like at the end of the day she's winning yeah she's winning yeah, regardless, and, and and you're right. The music, the music's there because you know what? There's producers, there's these yeah. writers, so there's talented people behind her. She just happens to be the on the forefront of it, you know, kind of being the face, which both fucks it up, but also in this case, it's winning. There's no such thing, you know, as bad publicity, yeah. even though it's really fucking horrible. Yeah, but yeah. she's the most talked about fucking person in America right now, and. That, that's one of the most horrible things and just like how every other incident that happens I mean there's some series going on in the world right now yeah. where we we killing people people are dying other countries are getting involved Russia's yeah. getting we'll talk about the Syria thing later yeah right? we're gonna get into that um, later yeah but instead of worrying about what we should be worrying about we, we want to know what on Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. they were on CNN bro yo my dude fucking um I uh <laughs> I know I'm trying to wrap this all up in my brain before I go on an epic rant. Um, I get all of my news from uh, non-American news sources. I uh, I follow uh, the Young Turts on YouTube. Shouts out to Al Jazeera, um, Russia Today, Current TV. Like I get my news sources from them on YouTube because if you turn CNN on. It's not talking about what is going on in America. There's no need Miley Cyrus should ever be talked about on CNN Never. unless the bitch gets shot. And that the, is and, the and it was a political statement. Yeah, that's the only reason. It's like it's fucking insane that our American media is so focused on, and that's that actually goes to the reason why Americans are so caught up in that and not Syria because we're the fucking our media who was supposed to bring in bring in the news and what's going on in the world to us. We're just talking about gossip and shit. It's Fuck. sweet weeks, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> and what was Lupe Fiasco's line on the record? Um, that's the last one, right? Yeah, the last one, that big uh, single that he got into shit because uh, he was talking about Obama. But he had made the mention about how a uh, dude is wearing so-and-so um, and that ain't Jersey Shore, homie, that's the news. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that is what America media has turned into. It's just like, you motherfuckers. But um, real quick, I had saw a post on Tumblr that um and i guess i should have verified if this actually came from her or not but regardless uh there was a response to molly cyrus it's supposedly from molly cyrus uh who's commenting back at the people who are talking about the wrecking ball video and she says uh let's get something straight you guys don't understand my music video so let me explain it to you i kissed the sledgehammer to show that i secretly still love the pain I'm naked to show you how Liam destroyed me. I am emotionally become naked and stripped, meaning I'm hurt on the inside. The wrecking ball symbolizes a destructive love, hence the song title. The wrecking ball breaks the walls and I'm left laying in the remaining of it. So instead of calling me a slut or a whore, realize I'm trying to tell a story of a love that went wrong and destroyed me emotionally. Mm. So if that's what the video means, fantastic. But I still think the bitch got naked, so all of us can continue to talk about it. Exactly, and and, <laughs> and if I could, because I, I kind of I'm one of those I I dig into gossip and uh, pop yeah. shit. 
Liam, and I'm not defending Liam because I'm, I'm not a fan of his movies or anything like that. But dude's a pretty, you know, good guy, and he's, you know, he's kind of held it to a certain regard. Now, when you're trying to be a respected actor and you have your your quote unquote um, fiance hoeing it up, twerking at a goddamn Juicy J concert <laughs> because she's chilling with fucking Wiz Khalifa and Amber Rose, uh, uh, why the fuck they're hanging out? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but if, real quick, not to cut you off, but apparently Amber Rose is managed by Miley Cyrus's mother. What? Yeah, I had saw that on because uh, there was something on YouTube and they were interviewing them and they were asking about the relationship between Amber and Miley and she said something about it, that her mom Amber is getting into some type of project she wouldn't talk about it but Miley Cyrus's mom is apparently the one that's um, managing the whole thing so she said that's how her and Miley met. So well, that explains them hanging out and trying to influence one another. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I laugh that she mentions how Liam hurt her. Yeah. And we're not going to play fucking Gossip People magazine here and kind of go back and forth on that shit. But it's like, yo, you kind of fucked it up for yourself. I mean, you're doing all this trifling shit. Do you think a man's going to want to see that shit as respectable? Like, of exactly. course. But I mean, it was worded really good, though. I mean, technically, if you compare the small little references, I mean, it, it makes it sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, so more power to you, Miley. Um, yeah. You need a few more back shots, though, to fatten up that booty yeah. and um i'm not mad at you yeah, well, you ain't got nothing on uh, lady good guy that. <laughs> that bitch headed. so uh we're gonna take another quick music interlude uh we're gonna play a record from one of your dudes yeah. you want to introduce it yeah yeah uh yeah. shouts out uh, to big t oh. um you can check out his soundcloud uh was it big t05 yes um i think in his youtube big t602 yes um arizona he, artist yo arizona artist arizona bread much love to him i actually and then shouts out to ag's barbershop because mm. uh i be looking good and sexy because i, I get my fades <laughs> and they're done they they know how to take care of my beard shouts out to, to rick um yeah, met him, uh, chopped it up, really cool dude. Uh, we can hopefully work on some stuff together. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, people at the track. It's called uh, Brass Monkey. Featuring Big T. Okay. Let's go! Hey. I'm on this brass monkey, turned up, yeah, faded like a junkie. Got lean, got pills, got perky. If you want this, I got that work, I got that. I'm on this brass monkey, turned up, yeah, faded like a junkie. Got bands up under my circle. If you want this, I got that work, I got that. Cargoes, cause I keep that. Hit a nigga line when you need that. Don't tell niggas where you be at. Talk too much, it's a reason. I got a bad bitch. Who clown for a nigga? Hold me all the way down. High clowns for a nigga. Touch down for a nigga. Yeah, number one pick. Got a white boy plug with the number one shit. Ah, I'm talking A1. If you plug a little better, don't say nothing. Ay. Cause I just might move Holla at your boy Tell me what the price do Stop that Hop back Cause you not that Top cat I'm not talking nonsense I'm fixing and mixing it all up My nigga got cash He picking it all up ah, I'm on this brass monkey Turned up kid Faded like a junkie Got lean Got pills Got perky If you want this I got that work I got that I'm on this brass monkey Turned up kid Faded like a junkie 
got bands up under my shirt. What you want? Cause I got that work. Yeah. I got that. Money make the world go. Money be the main reason that your girl go. Nuts for the Fetty way. Gold digging hole looking for a better way. Can you blame it all? That's how I take grind. Take a little bread for a little time. I tell her give a little head for a little dime. It ain't tricking if you got it, nigga. You blind. Put it in my pocket too much for a wallet. If you want it, I got it. Hey, if you hatin', better stop it. You a nine millimeter to a motherfucking rocky. Yeah. You heard I got my shit snatched Well I did but I got it back You call it getting robbed, I wouldn't call it much What kind of nigga pull it out but he don't bust huh. I'm on this brass march Turned up, yeah, faded like a junk Got lean, got pills, got perk If you want this, I got that work I got that I'm on this brass march Turned up, yeah, faded like a junk Got bands up under my shirt What you want, cause I got that work I got that OD with some OJ, never gave a damn what a hoe say One thing about me, I don't play, no way, tell that old bitch nigga go away huh? I'm a grown ass man pimp, making money doing grown ass man shit Blowing loud like a band kid, while you got your hand out, put your hand down bitch I'm on this brass march, turned up, yeah, faded like a junk Got lean, got pills, got perk, if you want this, I got that work, I got that I'm on this brass march, turned up, yeah, faded like a jump. Got bands up under my shirt, what you want, cause I got that. Yes, sir. Mm. So that was the big homie, Big T, Arizona Bread. Yeah. Uh, that was that brass monkey. And uh, once again, hit him up on soundcloud.com slash Big T05. Find him on YouTube at youtube.com slash big T sits O two and show that dude some love. Yeah, right? he's on Instagram, uh once again at okay. uh, big T uh, uh. 05. You know what I'm saying? Let let him know Papa sent you. Yes, Say sir. what's up. I uh, eventually we're we're gonna we're gonna do more music segments where we're yeah. actually critiquing and go down, but yeah. I mean we're trying to keep everybody up. Oh, uh, and once hurt. again, if you guys don't like the music on the radio, support unsigned artists. And uh, to all you artists, producers, all that out there who uh, want to submit some music, or if you know somebody who knows somebody, any style, genre of music, hit us up yeah. at onblackheesmexican at gmail.com. Y'all know us. And as long as it's mitts properly, <laughs> we will play that shit. There was a couple tracks, and, and I was yeah. I get excited because I want, once again, we you know we blue collar, we we, yeah. we have the state. We want to be able to help this state grow and blow up as, as it's going to. We're gonna blow up like the world trade eventually. Mm. Um, you know, we need good shit. And I start and start <laughs> laughing because uh, you're you're showing me some of the stuff that was submitted. Yeah, and it totally sounded like shit. Like yeah. I, like I'm not even hating in a way like how oh, I hate on Drake. Yeah, it's just I just hated how it and, sounded. And it was that's one of the unfortunate things you run into with a lot of unsigned acts is that next tape artists. Yeah, the song will be a good song, but it's meant so horribly that it's just like, I can't play it. Mm. So, uh, once again, Mitz and Master, y'all shit. If y'all need help, I am also a motherfucking audio engineer. I do this, you got the paperwork for it. I I, I got the degrees and all that shit. So, holla at your boy, Arizona Verse, at whoisadversity at gmail.com and uh i fucks with you i help you out you know a little fee you know Mm, yes sir so uh, (laughs) we're gonna uh, go into the next segment and talk some current events and uh the first event ariel castro killed himself and i say good (laughs) 
Now, <laughs> just so oh, you know what? I think I'm tripping. Then I'm thinking little uh, little boy who floated on the on the tube. The, Why, who are you remember? Ah, oh, damn. I guess I'm I'm really mis misconstruing who the fuck this guy was. Ariel Castro was the dude in Cleveland who had the three girls kidnapped oh, in the oh, yeah. Holy Yo, I, you, that dude. Yeah, he had the. Okay. For those who don't uh, know or remember the story, that was the one where a uh, shout out to the big homie Charles Ramsey. <laughs> Who, yeah, who got remixed <laughs> dead up giveaway. on Dead Giveaway. When you see a pretty young white girl run into a black man's arm, Dead, dead Giveaway. giveaway. That, that was my motherfucking dude, because I swear that dude could be like my uncle's like That was some real shit. Like, that was a real ass nigga. But uh, yeah, Charles... Charles Ramsey had found uh, the Ariel... Or not Ariel, I forgot her name. What is her name? Fuck, I forgot her I don't, don't want to say it's irrelevant, but it kind of... I mean, pretty much, long story short... Dude had girls caged up in his own neighborhood who, who lived around the block. And uh, he had knocked the main chick up and she had a child with this man. I mean, and pretty much he kept it under the hairs of people. Why the hell she didn't try to escape sooner? I don't know what, she just, what it was that pushed her out. I mean, thank God that they're safe. Yeah, I mean, this shit had a pop off to her. She, she had a kid. She was kind of enslaved by him. Um, Amanda Berry. Amanda That's Berry. her name. Yeah, she was the main one. I mean, I need to find the name. But dude, so. I mean, he he was he was gonna be sensed for a couple life senses, which really doesn't make any fucking sense because I mean, if you do some horrid shit like that, I mean, just wasting taxpayers' money. Let's yeah. let's inject the motherfucker. Um, I mean, I don't know how you feel about the death penalty and who's to say you know who can who can get it and who can't. Yeah. But I mean, you're dealing with people's lives, yeah. And the whole thing, like for those who don't know the story, he was found. He hung himself in a jail and committed suicide. And um, I'd say good, you know, because fuck him. And just like you said, he was going to be on death row. And that means that he was going to be in that motherfucker for 25 fucking years while we're paying for it before he's finally put to death. But um, my whole thing is that a lot of people don't know this. Like a lot of people who look at criminals in jail, they're just heathens and barbarians. There's a code in the streets. And the code is you don't fuck with women and children. They did both. Between men, it's all fair, you know, all is fair in war, rob a nigga, whatever. That's the way it is. Do what you do to take care of your family from the street code perspective. But you don't do anything to women and children because these guys in jail view like that could have been my woman or my child. And so that's why you get a lot of these child molesters and these people like this that they get in jail and they get fucked Yeah, they're going to get raped the fuck up. Yeah, because them motherfuckers don't play that shit. You leave women and children out of it. And so when I saw all they do committed suicide i wasn't surprised it was like i know he's getting fucked up in jail and so hey more power to you and, and ain't, ain't no tears over here no so uh yeah fuck you hope you burn in hell so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the uh next thing i wanted to talk about is uh fucking russell brand is my a dude is a og in my book well do you think well i just and this is just because i love Katy Perry so much and and i don't, I don't know if uh I'm such a softie for fucking watching the documentary movie. <laughs> I didn't tell you about that. Uh, to make an excuse, I took my kid's sister because she wanted to see it. But I love okay. that bitch. And she yeah, used to yeah. be Christian and she's sexy as all fuck. She is. But um, yeah, the, in the documentary, they there's a little segment where apparently, and, you know, in real, just like in reality TV, they're going to make it seem 
they're gonna make it all squish together um, that she had found out about the divorce via text just before she was about to perform. Yeah, I heard about she that. She was crying, and then I got all teary eyed because nobody makes my white baby cry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, dude's a dog, but she yeah. should have known. Like, goddamn, go into the go into the story. And yeah, he. Um, I never was like, um, I loved him and forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is one of my favorite fucking movies. Because. I am in love. I'm going to put this. I am in love with Kristen Bell. I am. I know you just made the face. <laughs> you are not the first one, and you sure will not be the last. Like, I don't know what it is. She's just a plain Jane white girl. And I love those. I am in love with Kristen Bell. That is my boo. And, yeah. And so I love forgetting Sarah Marshall as one of my favorite fucking movies. I don't watch it a thousand fucking times. I will probably watch it tonight now that I'm talking <laughs> about it. It's fresh on my mind. But uh, I like Russell Brand when he was on that. But other than that, I haven't liked him in any other movies because he's the same fucking character and everything you know what if i can go in a, in a little tidbit before yeah, i go to the story um originally the character that is russell band was a fucking author he was supposed to be some like heart not harvard guy but some intellectual some old man and pretty much whoever because he has connections to mtv up in europe or london or wherever the fuck and pretty much when they brought him in, because it's owned by Viacom, Viacom okay. pretty much owns a lot of shit, and they kind of threw him into, um, you know, getting a meet with people. They fell in love with him. Okay. So pretty much what you see is him. what you get. Yeah. Yeah, and pretty much he just became one of those people that was typecasted into just, just do you, just, just yeah. be this raunchy English yeah. guy, sexy symbol. And I mean that's okay. pretty much what it was. He supposedly he did really good in Arthur. Arthur, where I didn't watch I that didn't shit. See that. Yeah, I get saw him in Get Him to, to the Greek, Greek. and that, yeah. even that was like uh, I'm, a, I'm a Jonah Hill fan. Yeah, and, and and actually to go back into Sarah Marshall, there's a funny scene there in the Hawaii scene where they try to, yeah. but they convince Russell Brand to go up to the stage and start singing. Yeah. Jonah Hill's so gay, in love with <laughs> Russell Brand because he's like, I don't know if you caught this line. He's like, dude, he just went from six to midnight, <laughs> meaning that he just got a fucking boner by seeing this guy fucking perform. Yeah. It just went six to midnight. That is that is my shit. It's funny, but uh, so Russell Brand over the course of this past year has gotten like super, I guess, kind of political, if you will. And um, I gotta backtrack and tell this story from June, so then you can get the story of what just happened a week or so ago. Um, Russell Brand was on MSNBC's The Morning Joe back in June, and um, it was just a weird like segment. Um, it started off oddly with uh, them kind of baiting him. Uh, the chick was saying he's a really big deal. I'm told this. I'm not very pop cultured. I'm sorry. And um, they kept addressing to him in the third person, like instead of calling him Russell, they kept saying like he, like he wasn't there. And um, he told them a couple times during the interview that that's like fucking rude. Like address me by my name. Yeah. And um, the guy on the show said how hard of a, a time he heard um, had understanding the guy when he was on the radio. And he was like, I understand you, you know, face to face and all that. And uh, they just were not taking the interview seriously. And so about six minutes into it, Russell took the show over and he was like, is this what you all do for a living? And um, he said, these people, I'm sure, are typically very good at their jobs. You're uh, conveying news to the people of America, right? People of America, we're going to be OK. And then so another of the hosts after Brand suggests more serious topics for discussion goes back to riffing on the comments attire and uh, Brand cuts in and says, that's the problem with current affairs. You forget about what's important and you allow the agenda to be decided by superficial information. Mm -hmm. Then uh, the main chick stated that she was distracted and he told her to be distracted. And then he pointed at her and how she was holding the bottle with both hands around the shaft. And he asked her, do you know what that indicates? And she kind of like got embarrassed. 
and he had told her to lose that wedding ring because it means nothing to you and then he looked into the camera and was like your wife is a shark because she was holding the fucking like bottle like it's a dick and he was like your body language is given like she's sexually her uh, aroused by this man you know debating and doing all this and uh so she got all fucking like embarrassed and all that and um well russell was kind of back at it again um at the gq awards this man by the name of boris johnson who was apparently the mayor of Lon- london received gq magazine's award for politician of the, of the year and um apparently he cracked some joke about the situation going on in syria and brand brand russell brand when he got on stage was like glad to grace the stage where boris johnson has just made light of the use of chemical weapons in syria then um russell went on and said meaning that gq can now stand for genocide quips he said i mentioned that only to make the next comment a bit lighter because if any of you know a little bit about the history and fashion you'll know hugo boss made the uniforms for the nazis he then said uh but they did look fucking fantastic let's face it while they were killing people on the basis of their religion and sexuality and um i i, I fucks with russell brand because that is what is missing with celebrities today oh, like shit my favorite athlete of all motherfucking time was muhammad ali because that motherfucker stood for something you may not have always agreed with the shit that he said but he stood for something and all the celebrities and athletes and the people of today are just so caught up in just being uh, all about a brand and let me be politically correct and let me not say this because I don't want to lose sponsorships and so on and so forth. I need people to like me. Yeah, I want people to like me and just buy my stuff. So I'm going to just shut up and whatever, you know, the mainstream is saying, that's what I'm going to ride with. Like, I fuck with a dude like Russell Brand to be able to stand up and say some shit like that. And um, it was funny because I guess... Uh, they kicked him out of the event or something and then the next day they said something about uh, Hugo Boss didn't find Russell Brand's comments funny and then uh, Russell uh, tweeted back to him and said well I'm pretty sure the Jews don't find Hugo Boss funny <laughs> so shouts out to Russell Brand use a motherfucking OG in my book yeah yes sir yeah, can... mm. so uh, to um, address the elephant in the room of uh, American politics uh we gotta talk some Syria. Yeah, and and we gotta get real serious on this uh, Syria. Real serious. And I don't even know where to stick. I, I know we have a lot of segments from uh, or a lot of uh, quotes nope, from like yeah. from uh, other people. Um, but shit got real to me. Yeah. When Russia got involved. Yeah. And Putin. And Putin. <laughs> Is it Putin? Putin. What's his name? Whatever his name. Shouts out to him. <laughs> but everyone has ties to someone and and i wish i would have brought up the little chart so i can know because Hassad is good with these people and, and and they go against this it's literally a fucking i want to say like a chinese riddle at fucking of who's with who All and who backs who. yes yeah. and really it kind of it's just it's just a monopoly bro yeah. of we just gonna get the yeah. what the fuck we want, yeah. and when Russia try to step in and 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 try to convince Syria because they have ties with them, be like, oh, yeah. give us your chemical weapons, like they're really gonna give them all their shit. Yeah, I mean, truly, it's it's to make a statement, it's to let it be known, like we yeah. up in this bitch and we have power, yeah. and we can do convince them, and mm, I just. It's crazy. And to and shots out, I'm gonna try to Google her uh name real quick. Um shots out to the motherfucking person who asked John Kerry the appropriate fucking question 
Um, she. Let me go back over here to the notes. Um, the, the turning the chemical weapons. Yeah, she had asked him um, if there was anything that could happen to help us avoid the war in Syria. And John Kerry said um, it simply has to turn over every last chemical weapon to the International Commission in the next week. And um, he felt that Syria won't and can't do it. And if it wasn't for that woman asking him that question, then Kerry would have never said that. And then Russia would have never responded back when... um, Apparently, the foreign minister of Russia, Sergei Lavrov, stated that we're calling on the Syrian leadership to not only agree on placing chemical weapons storage sites under international control, but also on its subsequent destruction and fully joining the treaty on prohibition of chemical weapons. And so uh, shouts out to that woman, because if she wouldn't have said that, then Russia wouldn't have said what they said. And then Syria wouldn't uh, agree to the terms of whatever. And so, yeah, shouts out to her for standing up and saying something like that. I mean, Lord forbid we find out in a few months she's dead. But I mean, that's no. But anyone who Lord forbid that. But anytime someone <laughs> someone speaks up, my like world that, just drop. Yeah, she might not last long. Hide, woman, hide. But either which way, though, she she did something. I mean, we gotta, we do have to stand up. I mean, and we can't just fucking allow anonymous. You know what I'm saying? To be yeah. the only people that are going to actually go out there for and, and exactly. you know, release information. And shouts out to uh, W. Camus Bell, who uh, he was uh, he's a comedian. He's a black comedian who has a show that comes on five nights a week now on um, FXX um, called Totally Biased. And um, he had a comment. He was talking about the Syria thing. And he was like, you know, America does not need to go into another war because we don't have a history of winning wars. Look at the Korean War. Look at the Vietnam War. Look at the war in Iraq. Look at the war in Afghanistan. And then he cracked a joke. He was like, look at the war on drugs. That shit didn't work because I'm high right now. <laughs> and it's like, that's real fucking talk. We don't win wars. As as much as we want to, you know, say how we're the, the strong military force, we be getting our asses kicked yeah, in be, wars. We be pulling out a lot, too. Yeah, we pull. America pulls out uh, often. Like, oh. And all, all that pre-cum, don't do a damn thing <laughs> for nobody. So it looks like as of right now, it looks like we're not going to war with Syria, which is fantastic. Because actually, you could add to the... I, I, I always, like, I don't know if it's being cynical, but every time we're about to go to war, the first thing that I always think of is like, okay, what natural resource does that country have? Yeah. Like, are we going out there because they have oil? Do they have titanium? Do they, like, what do they have out there that we might be trying to rob? And if anything, it goes into, it goes back into the tie things because whoever the hell is going to back them up, we obviously have some some sort of hidden agenda and and what and why we need to squeeze and pinch that person. Yeah. I mean, and it kind of goes back into the whole conspiracy theories of you know why they had to pinch Hussein. And yeah. I mean, I don't know if you and without because I think we're gonna, I want to jump really off fucking subject with this, but mm-hmm. I know Hussein wanted to switch us over to euros. Yeah. And one of the biggest fucking theories and I mean proven things because he wanted to change that because obviously America we're a fucking world power. Yeah. We broke as fuck and we owe so much money, yeah. but we have so much influence and we got we yeah. want people to think that we're big dick Carl. Yeah. And they they needed to ninch him out. So yeah. whatever the fuck we made up this thing about the, him having uh, yeah. weapons of mass destruction, but it was just enough to be able to get us to hang him and to do it yeah, legitimately and to install our own fucking political power over there it's the same thing with uh gaddafi the guy from that was Egypt. my dude and 
I just recently learned because, like, I, I didn't, I, I didn't fully investigate the whole Gaddafi thing. For but gold. I, yeah, and the whole thing too is like he had um, a socialist country or whatnot, and like he was taking care of his people. Yo. And go ahead. Oh, this is, this is, no, do you think? As soon as you said that, he took care of his people. He even made an oath that everyone in this country was going to have a house even before his own parents. And I shit you not, everyone there is fucking legit and yeah. they live well. And people fought for him. Dude, if, yeah. if your people are standing and rioting and fighting for you, yeah. that's telling you something. And what a lot of people don't know, it was only like 800 and something people that were in um, uprest or whatnot that went against him. Like, it was portrayed to the American public like the entire country was like america please come save us but no it was only like 800 people that's just like the fucking um occupy wall street when it happened out here it wasn't the entire country who were upset it was just a group of hipsters here and there and yeah it just it was crazy how we turned that into something else and the american public was oh get him out of office but it's like I don't know. It's just it's fucked up that we're in this situation now in America where you got to kind of get cynical. Like, what is the overall meaning of us doing this? Like, what is the end all goal? And what really fucked me up, too, in the whole process of Gaddafi, because, I mean, like I said, shots out to him. And he was trying to uh, switch over the currency, too, to gold, because apparently we don't have any fucking bit of gold down here. That's why you always yeah. see tur- turning your gold now, because we don't have yes. shit. And that's going to be a currency that's not going to go away. Yes. Um, but with uh, with Gaddafi, fucking, I just lost my train of thought. Um, ooh, brain fart. <laughs> yeah, the brain I, fart. I felt yeah. so fucking passionate about it. Um, next day, people had his back. Uh, yeah. Shit. He was just he was a stand up dude, and we turned him into a terrorist. Yes, and, or turned his image into yeah, that to of make a it terrorist. Look like that. And, and another thing that fucked me up because uh, the media flipping shit around when there's recordings of his shit. They bleep out what he's saying in yeah. his dialect. Yeah. So, kind of like when it comes to biblical scriptures, if we can't find the original text, how yeah. the fuck are we going to translate it? Yeah. So if they're bleeping out what he is saying, because they they limited internet access out there, people yeah. can't tweet. People really, we have so much. We're talking shit right now, like a motherfucker, because we yeah. have that freedom. We have the freedom to do that. And they were blocking that shit from even getting over here. So if we can't even know what the fuck they're saying, then yeah. how are we going to know what the truth is? Yes. And I mean, just just go show the. Power struggle. And that's why that goes back to I get all of my news sources from sources outside of America because it's presented to the American public in a certain way. And your average person, unfortunately, is lazy and they're going to side with whatever their mm-hmm. political affiliation is Certain and whatever point. that group tells them, okay, that's what it is and I'm not going to look any deeper. Mm-hmm. And that's why me personally, I don't, I've, I've voted Democratic my whole life, but at the end of the day, I still... I listen to what the Republicans are saying. I want to know what the Democrats are saying. I want to know what America is saying. I want to know what Europe is saying. I want to know what all sides of the story are because is because then the the truth is somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle. It's not quite what this person is saying. It's not quite what you're saying. But I get enough content clues between the two of you where I can figure it out in the middle. So. And it's, it's kind of funny, too, because even then, because we can go into the conspiracy theory of both, you know, Democrat and Republican both being on the same side of evil. Yeah, dun, I was done. It's the and, same coin. <laughs> it people. is the same coin. Um, 
Me too, man. I am. I don't know what kind of information I'm releasing. I'm technically uh, signed up as a fucking Democrat, but yeah. on the real, I would have went totally Ron Paul on this motherfucker. But yeah. oh, lo and behold, he didn't have enough money to keep up with fucking yeah. Romney. So it's like, you and know. that's how like the political system is set up in a way where um, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a magic trick, and it's like one thing, especially being a father, I've. I've learned world psychology through raising a kid. The whole sleight of hand trick? Yeah, it's kind of like if I need my boy Kai to do something, I give him the assumption that he's making the decision. And it's like, do you want this or do you want that? And he feels good that he's making the decision. But really, you're not give, making a decision because I've only given you two options. And so you you on your end, you're thinking that you're doing something. But I'm still controlling everything because I'm giving you the only two options. And that's the same thing with politics is that we only get the Democrats and the Republicans. And there's a lot of other sides to it. But the fucking political structure is so set up where you need billions of dollars to, to, to campaign to become president president that it only comes to those two options and then those two options you know you can't really at the end of the day trust them because they're just two sides of the same fucking coin it's that this side is going to say this and this side is going to disagree and so you think that you're being so political by oh i'm into politics and i'm saying this and I'm they're just my saying voice heard. they're just saying opposite things and it's just and that goes back to and actually i'll uh finish this what fucking bitch ass Fox News said like they're still upset and they feel that Obama has made America weak and now the Russians know that they have Obama in their back pocket so uh, the uh, Fox News is saying that Obama by stopping this war with Syria in a diplomatic matter um, he's showing that he's a follower and they believe that the only way you can show that you're a true leader is through force so like Bill O'Reilly and a whole bunch oh, of people when Obama was like yeah we're gonna bomb Syria like the Republicans were like, yay, we're on your side now, Obama. Mm -hmm. And then when we ended the shit through fucking discussions, they were like, oh, well, you're weak because the only way we could be strong is if we blow shit up. No, only ignorant people can solve shit with fucking violence. Intelligent people solve shit with their words. So fuck you, Fox News. I cannot stand motherfucking Fox News. And it goes back to what I said a while ago politics is a fucking religion mm -hmm. when you only follow when you hold fox news up that you're you're uh turning them into a god and you're worshiping them and the same thing goes to you fucking democrats out there who only listen to msnbc and only follow that it's a fucking religion when whatever this one group says is correct and anybody who says something you know that uh, differs from them they're being wrong it's a fucking religion and that's why i'm getting into politics because it's a bunch of fucking bullshit bunch of fuckery and, and and it does go back to what you're saying about you only give so many options and i mean that's i mean enough said i can't say shit about it and then fox is one of the most biased motherfuckers oh ever and yo fucking recently I'm, I'm not gonna call anybody out but i know somebody who uh is a fox news um stand like they uh only fucks with the fox news they're... i feel like this is a facebook thing yes and no <laughs> um but recently and i didn't even i didn't even have the energy to look this up but apparently there was something through fox news where they were showing the real 
pictures of dead Trayvon, and apparently Trayvon Martin had tattoos on his face. Oh, God. Shut the fuck up. And it was like the story came out that um, I guess it was like somebody photoshopped the tattoos that's on the game's face on Trayvon but it was going through this chain mail and like all these Fox News people were like see Trayvon was a gangster look at those tattoos on his face and like man fuck y'all eat a dick with AIDS on the tip like oh I hate those motherfuckers so uh I'm getting upset so let's just go ahead and move on (laughs) let's move on to uh the Nets uh, subject oh, and um, but Trayvon uh, Trayvon was a menace to society though Trayvon god damn niggers <laughs> god damn it but uh and it's actually it's funny because that does segue into our uh, final topic of the day Mr. George Zimmerman Ooh. had another get out of jail free card this motherfucker has nine lives god damn somebody love him somebody love him I'm just saying so to the people who don't know what's going on uh, divorce and stuff was up yeah okay george zimmerman's wife apparently uh filed for divorce recently and um the backstory kind of to that um george zimmerman back while we were getting ready for the trial there was some um some uh what is the word embezzlement they were uh hiding some money because the racist came out of the fucking woodworks and they donated like six figures worth of money to the zimmerman oh, when, they, when they bailed him out right yeah to bail oh him out to help him get the lawyers and man they came out of their fucking pockets and so there was some embezzlement going on and the wife lied about some shit and um, she might be facing up to like five years in jail or something like that. And so as the story goes, while Zimmerman was on trial, she was riding for him. She was by his side and all that. And then the trial ended. Zimmerman is a free man, as we all know it. And um, then it was her time to go on trial for the perjury. And apparently Mr. Zimmerman didn't show up for her trial. And she was kind of felt a certain way about that. Like you were getting ready to go to jail and I supported you. And now the tables are turned. It's kind of like, fuck what I'm going through. And, and that's me too. Cause when you're married, apparently you're not, you're legally binded to not be able to um, testify. Against, that makes sense. Against that thing. So, I mean, in a way, he was in the clear. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if this is a way to kind of be like, all right, motherfucker, you won't get your... You, I mean... But then again, he you can't double jeopardy some shit, so... Yeah, exactly. You can't. So, he's so, kind of like, fuck this, bro. I mean, exactly. <laughs> and um, so, since Zimmerman has gotten off... He got, um, he did some tour. He was driving around. He got stopped in Texas and got like a speeding ticket. He was, uh, somewhere else, got stopped for another speeding ticket. Like, this son of a bitch won't stay out the fucking news. And then, um, earlier this week, um, a confrontation between George Zimmerman and his estranged wife, uh, Shelly escalated into a domestic dispute involving police. And, um, after he arrived unexpectedly and may have realized that she was flying away, as her lawyer put it, because apparently, uh, they decided on the divorce and the separation, and she was supposed to go to the place to take some of her stuff to leave and apparently they agreed that she was not or he zimmerman wasn't going to be there did you see the texas no i didn't they they oh my god us today's technology yo they fucking (laughs) showcase the texas dude of them going back and forth oh you're not there you're not there and then they're not wanting to give her shit and apparently he had a gun and and then they couldn't find the gun and we know damn well this motherfucker owns a gun 
So yeah, and that's basically uh yeah, she was retrieving items and um where is it at? Zimmerman claimed she was taking property that was not agreed upon and he began taking pictures and recording the items. Um apparently yeah, um Sims who is Shelly Zimmerman's lawyer said that oh no, Sims is Zimmerman's lawyer said his client did not expect her husband I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now. But anyway, they released text messages today that seem to show that the Zimmermans coordinating the retrieval items without his presence. And according to the police report, however, George Zimmerman arrived with a woman, so he got a breezy on the side cuz you know, every time one of these fucking killers get off, some crazy bitch comes out the woodwork. Sounds like money. money smells like money hey but uh a woman was with them and um they started taking pictures as a result shelly zimmerman says she also started recording on her ipad and then called her attorney um zimmerman allegedly slapped the ipad out of her hand and broke it and then apparently he punched her uh her dad in the fucking nose or something like that and um she called into 911 and she you know saying how scared she was cuz he had a gun and all that and she said that um he uh hit her father and took my iPad iPad out of my hand and smashed it and cut it with a pocket knife and um she said that she told the dispatcher that he had a gun on him and then you can hear her saying dad get inside George might start shooting us but then apparently in the police report the officers got there and they no said they're there was no evidence so it's funny because for evidence uh is there an ipad somewhere that's broken that might be evidence uh the dad does he have a bruise on his face as if he got hit that might be some evidence and uh you can't find a gun on this son of a bitch who can't fucking go anywhere without a gun on him shut the fuck up fuck florida i'm putting (laughs) that out there right now i don't know what the fuck is wrong with florida not only are they eating people's face off out there, I mean, and it's and then and you know how how big it is with the whole Medicare thing. They be tricking old folks, trying to fuck them all over. What it, what's funny, what it comes, what it's gonna come down to is the fact that she fucking lied under oath. They're gonna bring that shit back. So all this hearsay shit, because it is hearsay, because apparently there's no goddamn evidence. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna come to that, man. He's gonna, he's gonna get on the clear. Not that I want that. Uh, man, he gets away again. George Zimmerman has a pocket full of get out of jail free cards. Jesus loves him. <laughs> Jesus loves him, y'all. So uh, I don't know, but Zimmerman is something else, and it just it goes to show that all these fucking people who when that shit went down and they automatically hopped on the bandwagon of Trayvon was a fucking thug and they automatically hopped on Zimmerman's a good guy and now the shit is over and Zimmerman is still terrorizing us Americans and it's like this is that racist motherfucker that you guys fucking supported and I just he is the OJ of today and knock on (laughs) knock on wood because I don't want to see anything happen to anybody but I would not be surprised if all of this ends with Zimmerman killing somebody else I would not be surprised if something happened and Zimmerman shoots somebody else like this is not the end of this fucking story especially if it doesn't turn into a lifetime movie where you know the first Uh, I'm sorry first the book and then the fucking movie or vice versa I don't know but yeah that's just going down 
You heard it here first, folks. Fuck Zimmerman. Fuck his wife. I don't even give a. I don't even sympathize with that bitch because she's trying to get the uh, people to sympathize with her because she was like, you know, I really feel bad about what happened to Trayvon. Bitch, why didn't you say that while the fucking mm-hmm. trial was going on? Now that you need America to feel sorry for you, now you want to come out. Oh, I hate that that happened to that little Negro boy. I'm just whatever, bitch. Fuck you. Mm, yes, because uh. I feel like it's fake. I feel like it's <laughs> fake. But like I said, there's that technicality, and if yeah. and if and if if people from the hood learn anything from Denzel's performance in a training day, uh. it's not about what you know; it's about what you can, can prove. prove. And that's a goddamn shame. Yes, sir. So uh, I guess we're gonna end it on that note. Um, <clears throat> fucking crazy, like that just kind of fucked my world up. And people, because um, honestly. <laughs> The world is a really fucked up place. Yes. And all we can really do is kind of hold on to those, yeah. those small moments of happiness and yeah. do what we can. Enjoy life. Not get turned up and be whores, but uh, I mean, truly. And get the fuck off your phone. Truly, yeah. Truly love. Live life. Don't get so stuck. Embrace what comes. The good, the bad, the ugly. Because we live in a horrible place. So really all we can do is love. Yes, sir. So treat everybody like they're you living another life, and we'll be good. We're gonna we're gonna make it out of this so. somehow. Jesus better hurry up with this goddamn spaceship and get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's so we'd like to thank y'all for tuning in to the IVHM podcast. If you want to hit us up, questions, comments, uh, topics you want to hear us talk about, and get involved, y'all. Honestly, yes, we sir. do this because we want not that we just want to argue, but we do. We we live for that shit. So if you don't like what we're saying, come come at me, bro. Let let your opinion be heard. And you can hit us up at I'm Black, He's Mexican at gmail.com. Questions, comments, topics. Uh, once again, musicians, producers, you want to have your music feature? Email us. Hit us up. Uh, and we're going to get live soon, hopefully. So if, yes. we, if we ever do this live show, we really yeah. want people to interact with us. Yeah, we're uh, setting up getting the technology together that uh, hopefully within the next few episodes we'll be going live. Uh, we'll have a chat room set up. We're even in the process of setting up to uh, get the webcam so you guys can see our beautiful faces as we talk this shit. I have a face. They, people say I have a face meant for radio, but uh, I don't give a fuck. And we going to see us on webcam anyway. <laughs> yes, sir. So you can find us on the web at the following sites. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, WordPress, MySpace, SoundCloud, Podomatic. Just add IBHM Podcast in the appropriate spot. Once again, find us on Stitcher. Find us on iTunes. Just search I'm Black, He's Mexican. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes so more people can hear this gloriousness that is I'm Black and He's Mexican. Let's grow. And if you don't want to do any of that, if you're racist, (laughs) if you don't, you don't like this podcast, you must be racist. That's all you, you gotta be racist because we're fucking fantastic. I want to say that. Uh, and, uh, if you don't want to do any of that, because you're being too fucking lazy, just head to our website, ibhmpodcast.weebly.com. That's I-B-H-M-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. And you'll find all of the links there. And uh, One thing I liked about our weekly, um, yeah. and I fucking love the way you did it, yeah. uh, you can see our Instagram shit directly yes, on sir. there. Um, I think you see some of the tweets on there. Yes, sir. I don't know if you have my bad bubble or my sweet bubble or the... I just put just the IBHM podcast okay. Twitter okay. on Either there. which way. So either way. But uh, fuck with us, man. We're all over the web. 
uh, I you can find my website whoisadversity.com I do music I do blogs I do a whole bunch of social media fuckery um, head over to whoisadversity.com check me out you can check my main man Dick Popo up once again at Popo Talks uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Popo Talk uh, yeah. wordpress.com that's where I do my little poetry thing uh, of course, I'd be Instagram crazy, so you can uh, add Soul Popo, S-O-U-L-P-A-P-O. Uh, uh, trying to do a little dab yes, with a little bit of everything else. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do some music stuff right now. I'm trying to, yes, I'm trying to make some gospel ratchet music. That's uh, all I'll say right now. Gospel ratchet music. Creating a new genre of music. <laughs> Come fuck with us. Getting it in. Uh, like seeing. So, uh, my dude, give me a pound. No, uh, sorry, good show sorry. as always. And, uh, we're going to wrap this up with another, uh, track. This is from another local artist that AZ goes stand up. AZ stand the fuck up. Um, this is Southwest Airlines featuring Sky Harbor and you can find them at soundcloud.com slash Sky Harbor and that's spelled S-K-A-I-H-A-R-B-O-R. Uh, fuck with this dude and we are out till next time. Whoa! Peace! It's fucking crazy, man. That's right, I'm crazy. Isn't that what you respect, huh? Loco? These other niggas so-so, they hoping that I don't blow Flow cold as Lil Bro, don't kick it with JoJo's Tears, sweat, and blood, just to shine like some rose gold For that she give me mojo, as I proceed in slow-mo Nasty like a pono, took a photo, but she know though No polo, but my collarbone popping like a low mama tone Give a fuck what kind of vibe you want, nigga, your time is gone Ride alone, no strings attached, they connected like wireless phones Two to 11 at 187, your microphone Willing to bet you, you leaving with minimal dishes I beat up your xylophone Feeling the pressure Niggas can't reach the my That I be on I'm the zone Calling the court when they get up To find the bones inside his home So mind your own The undermine of gold GPS in my dome My mind is gone Another flight we on Somebody better remind me What time we on Mary Wine and Cologne He's sitting on top of the grove Used to be walking the home Now I got body control Ripping the body so long I'll be blocking the roads 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 Yeah Take that shit out though Check this shit out, though. Follow, follow me now. Come from the bottom, we all the way down. You got a problem, then holler right now. All of my niggas gon' start to get wild. We young and black with a black and mouth. This real game that I practice round. Daddy fat sacks coming back around. Since graduated with a cap and gown, I've been active down. See these new niggas, these new niggas got a problem with me. Hanging with them real niggas, them real niggas, they siding with me. Riding the streets like I'm riding the beat. I'm a prodigy, a young dynasty. Sonically, you hear honesty. Trying to make it a commodity. A lot of these sorry ass bitches don't need no apology. Don't lie to me, you couldn't copy if you committed that piracy. They know in the name, taking over the game. Kinda like a robbery, your mama and mine. Probably got something in common, they probably be prior to me. To be a nigga like me, it probably take a century to learn how to be. Never dropping a dime, they just flip off over time. Instead, they wonder why they be not solid as hot. Comments flogging at hot, mileage dropping like clumsy rock. Climbing, falling, dividing them all in the plants. This rap shit, I call it a science. Rep that problematic, now they call them the finest I'm probably lying if I told you my shit's weak I'm deep in this pen ink, spit smooth like I got chick teeth And rip sheets like I ain't had paper shredders within reach Once the album release, I throw a party, call it a big feast Eating rappers all day like I ain't eight in weeks Get your bars up and then speak, nigga